came like the wind, like the wind that touched everything, and like the wind, was gone. From the Dragon Reborn by Loyal, son of Arendt, son of Helen, the Fourth Age. The end of the last book of The Wheel of Time. We did it. We did it. We did it. Hey, we did it. We <laughs> I love that our audio was on uh, for that. So enjoy me saying that I need to go pee. What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Claru. And this is the Nerdy. The Wordy. The Book Club. What? Oh, how did that catch you by surprise? We do it only once a week, and we... <laughs> We're two years into this shit. Yeah, but we, you started doing that, like, two months ago. No, the nerdy that we're doing the book club was, yes. like, last summer. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. You no. have lipstick on your teeth. Mm, cute. Disgusting. Arzu, welcome back! Arzu, thank you for being a member for nine months. Hell yeah, we did it! We made we it. We did it. That's right. We have finished the Wheel of Time. I wore this shirt, ironically, because mm -hmm. now I am the dark friends, motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Now, I am the spoiler. The thing is, you wore green and you made the light green, and so it's like... I think I look great. You do? You know, I you think look I look delicious. Although, I've I've lost, like, almost... About 25 pounds-ish. Yeah. And uh, this shirt is so big on me now. This is going to become, like, yeah. solely a sleeping shirt, because it does not fit. Yeah, we'll just uh, get you a new one. What's up, chat? Uh, <laughs> thank you to everyone who's here live. Uh, I really appreciate... Um, you being here mm -hmm. for what I think will be a very um, conversation about the Wheel of Time. It will be a very conversation. Very conversation about the Wheel of Time. I'm excited to get into the end, but before we do that, mm -hmm. there is some housekeeping at the top of the show. Housekeeping, housekeeping yes. What? This podcast we keep house. about the end of the Wheel of Time is brought to you by Misty Mountain Gaming. Misty Mountain Gaming is a dice and D&D &D accoutrement company. They make the finest of materials for you to play the TTRPGs, uh, or as I call them, titty RPGs. They also make wonderful leather goods to carry that accoutrement to and from your games. If you mm -hmm. want to be playing the titty RPGs, you have to go to Misty Mountain Gaming. And their logo, it's two mountains. It's like titties. It, all, all, it all comes uh, back to boobs with me. Okay, I'm so okay. sorry, Misty Mountain. Um, I am slowly turning into Robert Jordan the more I read his <laughs> writing. I am folding my arms under my Misty Mountain Gaming dice, which you can get at MistyMountainGaming.com for 15% off using the code NerdyNightly15. Hell yeah. That's right. You can roll dice that are much better than the dice you currently have, unless you already have Misty Mountain Gaming dice. Yeah, and in which case, good for you. You, you did it. Now order some more with our code. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Be a dice goblin. Do it. Uh, in addition to rolling dice, we have some, um, uh, every once in a while, we go to our P.O. box. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we pick up some wonderful gifts from the community. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we have uh, some dice-related gifts. I believe this one is meant to be yours. Yes. And this one is mine. We have uh, some custom 3D-printed dice towers. Hell yeah. From Lay of the Land 3D. Mine is like a cyber cyberpunk Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. And you have a unicorn. And I have a unicorn. Look, it's so pretty. Lay of the Land, thank you so much for these. Yeah. They're so sweet. Thank you. These are these are fantastic. Yeah. They'll, Incredible. Uh, they'll look very nice with all of our D and D shelf because we've we've got like a whole D and D shrine. It's it's very fun. Yeah. If you want to send a shit, the PO box is below. Um. But uh, Leyland 3D, thank you so much for these. We will use them in the relay two, which is coming up November twenty fifth. 
Y'all, we're raising money for the families of kids who have cancer. Mm -hmm. So come donate and watch us kill Santa Claus for children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's the pitch. You still, it's it, you got like a real strong... Where? Right there. Okay. It's on this this tooth. Did I get it? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in addition to that, we got another gift. Uh, this one uh, felt very appropriate for the end of the Wheel of Time. Mm -hmm. Clarice, do you want to talk about what's on your chair? Yeah, we we got our very own shawl here. Let me, you're going to have to let me out. Because um, I'm going to have to show it. You're also wearing green. I love that we're all wearing green. I know, I didn't mean to. Guys, I get to be a nice guy. That is right. It came with a beautiful um, letter. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, um, Manny... We just want to say, Manny, thank you so much for knitting this beautiful uh, gray Aja. It might be crochet. Uh, or crochet. I don't know the difference. Um, I, I, I said I uh, shawl for Clarus. Yeah, thank you so it's much. It's so beautiful. Uh, and um, yeah, it just just what a what a really like special gift to receive in the mail. Thank yeah, you, guys, like thank totally you. handmade. It's very cool. Thank you. For reals. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that, it means a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, all right. It's the end. It's the final book. Final countdown. Clarus, we read this a week ago. We did. About a week ago. Do you remember it? We, yeah, because I re-listened to it again last night. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mo most of it anyways. It didn't make it quite to the end, but I was like, I remember. It's fine. Um, all right. Should we dive into the chapter? How do you want to do this today? How, how do we want to do this? Um. It feels weird because it's the last one. Well, it's not the last book club, but it is the last... Like it's the last midnight, so it's like I, yeah, it's it's weird. I it, don't, it does I don't feel know weird. How to feel. We started this journey truly like in like July of twenty twenty one, right? When we first watched the trailer over the trailer, I was like, and what? some of the people in the chat saw that trailer reaction and told us to not read the books and watch the show, and then we watched the show, and they were like, okay, now read the books. Yeah, and so like literally the Friday after the show end, season one of the show ended. We were live at 11 a.m., as we had been for a few weeks at that point. Yeah. Talking about the Wheel of Time. And that was almost two years ago. I know. And here we are sitting on the final chapters. And it, it like, it's so strange because I've never read something where the ending ha had so much weight in, like, my, like, job. Yeah, 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 And yeah, so yeah. There, it, there's this weird element of, like, it's become such a huge part of our, like, life and work life. Uh-huh. And that, yeah, it's, it, there was a lot of pressure on this. Yeah. Brian! Brian, wow. <laughs> what the fuck? I want to thank you guys for all the amazing content you've given us and started doing the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. No, thank you, Brian. God damn. <laughs> we have time is known for the never-ending rereads, but uh -huh. we'll definitely be rewatching these as well. You both are so fun, thoughtful, and absolutely marriage goals. <laughs> Ty Shark Canada. Ty Shark Canada. I need that shirt. Ty Shark I want Canada. a Ty Shark that's, Canada shirt. That's, Brian, that's that's a good one. Wow, oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Brian, thank you so much. That, that's unbelievable. Very, very super chat. Very super yeah. chat. Yeah. Holy fuck. Damn, guys. Well, uh, we made our money for the day, so we're done. Uh, thank you so much for being here. This was great, guys. Uh, have a wonderful uh, week. We'll see you for the full book recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see you guys next Friday. Uh, Kenny, welcome back to the Nerd Table, the Ken Ultimate episode. Episode Kenny lives. The Ken Ultimate. The Ken Ultimate episode. Wait, I might like that more than Pen Ultimate. Oh no! But is my Ken Ultimate Kenny, episode Ken up? What have you done? We're joking about for Relay Two. We've said that like if we hit like a certain charity donation goal to Cap for Kids. I'll get a tattoo. And my mine was that I was going to get the, like, um, Avril Leviathan design. 
Yeah, uh, the from like the relay. undead mermaid. Yeah, would be... and and then I was like, okay, but hear me out. What if you got a tattoo that says I am Kenneth? And I was like, I don't. I was like, you were like, I don't hate that. Actually. I don't hate it. I can't get it till the strike is over, but. Mm-hmm. Soon as the strike is over, I don't know, y'all. Should we do like a poll on what tattoo I'll get if we hit like? I want it to be a big goal because we yeah. have a lot of people involved. It's gonna be a big event. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and be fun. it's like kids or cancer. We want to like we want to make we want to help some people out. Want to raise know? some money? Let's go. All right. Should we talk about the chapter? Should we just <laughs> yes. get into it? Wow, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for real. Brian, that's unreal. Uh, yeah. Truly unreal. I died. What have a no journey. Words. I have no words. So let's talk about a shit ton of words. Uh, yes, very many words. Um, A Memory of Light. Chapter 40, so Wolf Brother. Do you know who's not in this chapter called Wolf Brother? Um, Perrin. Perrin. It's because Eli- Elias is in it. I know. <laughs> I just like, There's more I got to the end of the chapter brother. and I was like, that was weird. Uh, Matt Turk says, what's going on with nerdy's peeps? What's going on nerdy's Oh, what's... Peeps? It's okay. You know what? It's okay. Don't worry about it. I... So fucking dyslexic. Uh, Matrix, I can't read. Kuna, Fabu, uh, Luz, good, good to see you guys. Thank you, mods. We appreciate you. We have a book club. Yeah. And I cannot read. I know. I am well aware. What? And they are too. This is so funny. They're, they they also know. Oh my so don't God. worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's totally fine. All don't right. worry about it. So... We start with this week following the last battle. Not really. We're still in the middle of the last battle. Uh, yeah, the, the last battle chapter ends, but, like, the last battle does not end. Yeah. <laughs> and it really doesn't, like, it's just kind of the book is just the last battle. Pretty much. Because there's nothing after. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will get to that. Um, uh, that's a spoiler. Sorry. Uh, with Elaine, she's chilling a little bit because she's like, hey, I'm, I'm not being... Um, Violently ripped open at the stomach, so that's great. Hey, Thanks, yes, Brigitte. Yes, that's awesome, Brigitte. You, uh, you, 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 the realist. Um, and uh, so Elaine is like, "All right, let's let's go fight." And Brigitte's like, "The fuck, are, this woman is driving me crazy." <laughs> and I fuck, I, I, I disagree with Brigitte here. I fucking agree with Elaine. Elaine is like, "What? What am I gonna do? Lie mm-hmm. here and watch the world end? No, let's go. Let's go fight." Yeah. I got babes in the belly. And I gotta go, I gotta go rally the troops. They gotta know that the Queen of Andor lives. And she's like, I don't care if Demand Red shoots Balefire at me. I'm throwing my fucking banner in the sky. Hell and, yeah. and we're rallying these lines together. <laughs> I loved it. This, yeah. was a, this was a great way to start the reading this week. I was like, fuck yeah, Elaine. Yeah, yeah. This it, is the fucking, this is the <laughs> shit right here. Elaine, Elaine is awesome. Like, we, you know, we've had our ups and downs with her, but like, she really, she she does know what she's doing like 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for that super chat. I was so frustrated on my first read with the taking the action right up to the end. I wanted long Lord of the Rings what happened after section. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, thank yes, you. Yes, we will. Thank you for that super chat. Uh, Robert Harrington, thank you as well for that super chat. Thank you for Book Club. I'm still on Crown of Swords, but I've been listening to the VOD as I go through each section. See you when I catch up. See you at the end. See you at the end, Robert Harrington. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yes, The thank super you. chats have a different look. Yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, they've been updated. Like a YouTube yeah, updated. I like, I like the, uh, th- this is so dumb because it uh, doesn't matter, but I, I like the new way chat looks on the mod end. Yeah. Thank you, YouTube. Yes. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. I, I, someone, um, 
someone brought up uh, the the joke where um, uh, Brigitte's like, I refuse to stay dead. Oh, no. Brigitte's like, you're so stubborn. And Elaine is like, you're the one that refused to stay dead. It's a great joke. It's a good joke. Okay. Also, Brigitte has her memories back. She does have her memories back. It's amazing. She's like, nah, this is this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, how do you feel about Elaine and Egwene's very different reactions to their warders dying? What do you mean? Well, they they talk about the like pain of the the absence of the warder bond yeah. being completely irrational and yes. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And Egwene gets completely overwhelmed. Yes. And Elaine is like totally fine. I don't believe that she's totally fine until Brigitte comes back. And I think that the pain of her warder, of losing her warder, is nothing to her in that moment in comparison to the motherly, my babies are in danger, mm. adrenaline, right? In- and I, I read that as like, yes, my warder just died. Mm-hmm. That is not in any way the most damning thing going on in this moment. Mm-hmm. They're talking about ripping my babies out of my stomach and mm-hmm. taking them away to d- their death. Yeah. And everything I know about mothers and every time I've ever seen a mom have um, their child in danger, mm-hmm. I don't think think that there is a bond on earth that you could shatter that would overpower that feeling of motherly protectiveness. Okay. I agree with And then you I there. think that when Brigitte comes back, it lessens her pain quite a bit. Because she says there is like a one-off line that says that's like <clears throat> the water bond still hurts because it's like an irrational thing, even though she can see Brigitte in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it just was like... It, it, it was the way that, like, the warder bond was, like, described. Even for Aes Sedai, who have warders who, like, they don't love, they don't have, like, a relationship with, they are still, like, incapacitated by the literal pain of the bond vanishing. And so I just, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I wish that we had had a moment, uh, like, obviously, like, after, like, um... Millar is like taken care of but like Egwene doesn't really get a second to um to to grieve for Brigitte and even though she knows okay, it's but irrational nobody grieves anyone in the end of this book so <laughs> yeah like, no that's fair like there, there's no grief past this point there is no grief yeah, right yeah. The, the the we kind of get into this weird end where the all of all of the previous emotional elements of this series are foregone for the ending of the series outside of Perrin and Fayol, right? And Fair. so they they just everything from here on is just sort of like what has to happen. Fair, yeah. And Elaine's Elaine losing the water bond is not brought up, mm-hmm. and her, she does not become rational. And I agree with that. I think that like in the epilogue, she should be a fucking train wreck of a human because yeah. Brigitte is dead. Yeah. Um, but in this moment, Brigitte kind of isn't because she's there. Yeah. I think that I I was hoping that Elaine was going to start feeling the water bond go away when the Hunters of the Horn left again. Mm, gotcha. Unless unless the implication is that Elaine Elaine's water bond with Brigitte never really dies because the Hunters of the Horn are always there in Tauran Riyadh. Well, but she says that she can feel Brigitte's death even though she can see her in front of her. Right, but maybe so, it's lessened because Brigitte maybe. isn't actually like out of the pattern and back in but she's just like on the edge of you know what I mean like maybe yeah. hers 
because she's because she's bonded to someone who is never really gone. Because mm-hmm. Brigitte is, is always in Telerian Riyad waiting. Interesting. She's like I half lost her order. Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of like kind of like how like Hopper was dead but not really dead. Okay. In the world of dreams. Okay, okay. Until um, he actually died. Let's yeah. get through some. Did we read this one? We read those two. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, Dale Hendrickson. Dale, thank you so much. Thank for you for that super chat. chat. Uh, donation for Nerdy's <laughs> Reading Tutor. Thank you. I'll take that. Lol. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Fabu Moose, thank you for Fabu, that super thank chat. Thank you. <laughs> let's help teach Nerdy how to read. Literacy awareness. Nerdy is Kenna. Nerdy is Kenna. I can read. Uh-huh. I'm just dyslexic. <laughs> it just takes me a little bit longer, okay? It's fine. You know, I love you. Also, you know, it's, uh, well, I was going to say, actually, you prefer white text on black, but that's what the chat is. So, uh, never mind. I do prefer white text on black. Actually, um, part of the reason why I like, that's why I like dark mode on so many things is because I, I I find, am I dyslexia? I find it easier to read white on black rather than read on black text on white screen. Mm -hmm. Um, black text on white screen just sort of like starts to mush together after like three paragraphs for me. Uh, whereas the bl- white text on black screen, it just, it, it keeps its shape. Yeah. Which is, probably sounds fucking crazy, but no, that's just no, how that's I fair. eventually, like, my brain just starts to see, like, the the lines mush together. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, honestly, white text on black is, I'm not dyslexic, but it, it's just easier to read for sure. Um, Daniel Klauser uh, has a really interesting point here. It might just not be as bad to lose a same-sex warder. Oh, that sucks. Well, but but it's never like that is never really established, right? The because she's the first one to do it, until um, Egwene, obviously. But Egwene doesn't lose Leowin; they uh, unbond right before she dies. Yeah. So it it really is an interesting, um, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. I don't know. I, it's, I don't but know. it's possible that it, we we'll never know. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we'll uh, never know. <laughs> we cut over to, uh, they go into the battle, and we cut over to Avienda, who is now alone on the battlefield. Uh, yeah. And Elias runs by, and she's like, what's up, wolf brother? Hey, wolf brother, I see your eyeballs. Uh, and uh, Grendel's there. Mm-hmm. And Grendel is ahead of her with a bunch of Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and Wise Ones and some big beefy boys. She's got them big beefy boys with her. Yeah. Uh, and it's very sad. Uh, and Grendel yeah. attacks, and uh, she sends the blue sparklies into the air to say, "Hey, bitches, we ride at dawn, motherfuckers! <laughs> Can't sway to me, we fucking ride!" Uh, and um, that she backs off until they get there, because Grendel is fucking scary as fuck. Yeah. Apparently, Grendel, incredible fighter. Yeah. Grendel is really fucking good at this. She's really good at slicing weaves. Yeah. Um, and also, the dark hounds are fucking everybody up. The, yeah. the, the, the dark one should have used the dark hands at first because, like, no one can do shit to them. And, and we're going to get into this a couple of times. <clears throat> yeah. Both sides of this battlefield saved some of their trump cards for way too late. Like, the, the humans were losing way earlier. And they were, like, the, the whole, we're going to have cannons that can shoot from anywhere because of waygates... I understand that they're like, we're going to save that for when it looks really bad. No, they, they could have started using that way earlier in the they, fight. They saved it because Matt was deliberately trying to look like they were losing. That was like the game of it. Yeah, but he waited too long. And the only reason they didn't completely collapse was because the horn was blown. But if the horn hadn't been blown, it was too late, right? And so you, the, it was a weird sort of... They had to fix them though, right? That's why they took them into the cave, because they had to repair them to then be able to, like, use them. But why... But, 
And I, I guess, like, having them out in the beginning lets the opponent think that they're destroyed, maybe? Yeah, yeah, because they, they think that they've, they've gotten that, like, piece off of the battlefield. It felt a little bit late. bring it back. It felt like Matt really? called by a little bit yeah, The Sanchin return was a little too late. <laughs> okay. And, and, and I, I think that this is shown, right? Like, I think it's shown in the fact that, like, had the Sanchin showed up just a couple seconds later, or if the Heroes of the Horn hadn't come and kind of rallied them, the Sanchin would have shown up to a massacre. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the the only did. thing that <laughs> saved them was that land killed the mandrid. But without that, the the all of those steps came in a um, just a couple moments too late, really. Yeah. And it, it paid off ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I think that if you it, like, I think that if you were like had the NFL tapes and you're sitting down on Monday morning looking at the Sunday game and you're like, all right, what are we doing differently next time? I think that you would bring those in a little bit sooner. Not a lot sooner. Yeah. But a li- like kind of like just before the those lines started to really break down, mm-hmm. I think that you introduced that. Or you start attacking Demandred with the cannons from the hilltop. Yeah, I mean, maybe they didn't like think of the strategy until after the cannons had like broken. No, this was a plan the whole time. The shooting through the w- way gates? That was yeah. a plan. That was the whole. Pl- that was the plan from before the fight started. How do you know? Because they 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 were prepared to do it. They they knew what they were going to be doing. They had the whole. They had a whole system in place to to do this. I just felt they had the it, location. Like, they had the whole like we're gonna like open way gates above us every few minutes to like let the steam out. Like they had planned this out. There was I, like a there was a that could have been done in the moment. That could have been like fuck. We gotta fix these things and we can't get them broken again. How do we do that? No, they, 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 that was a deliberate strategy. There was no, there was never a conversation of like, oh, we have to take them back out on the field and someone being like, wait, I have an idea. They, they like knew that this was what was going to well, happen. Well, we definitely did not get those conversations, that's for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, Greendall, Greendall is a, is a bam. She's scary. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. She's like actually like fucking shit up. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll go back to Elaine. Yeah. Who decides to uh, fight a Trolloc with a sword yeah. after thinking what a silly idea that is <laughs> so that she gets all the men Not to a come. silly idea. <laughs> Not a silly idea. She knows exactly why she's doing it. No, I know. She knows she's going to be bad at in it. In her head, yeah. she was like, the, 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 why would I actually use this sword? That's so silly. And then she, <laughs> and then she uses it. I, I think... I think that her being like, how embarrassed would you be to not be swinging your sword while your queen is swinging a sword is the it's most, right. like, I know the patriarchy exists that these books have ever gotten. Yeah, but the, the, <clears> there's <throat> no patriarchy in these. But, but there's, there so is. Like, this is the most, like, I'm going to take advantage of toxic masculinity for this moment in a world that isn't supposed to have that, but definitely does. Oh, definitely. In order to, like, convince men to fight by embarrassing them by fighting myself. Yeah. I think Elaine gets They're like, some... that pregnant lady is swinging a sword and I'm running away. Yeah. And it fucking works. I don't know. I guess that's like, I, the, the, it does feel like slightly patriarchal, but like if I was a soldier on a battlefield <clears throat> and I saw that, like I would still be like, oh, fuck. I look like a fucking shit right now. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I, I just, this was very funny. I, I think that Elaine gets a lot of my favorite stuff in the end of the books here. Mm, yeah. I think that her... Across the last battle and this, I think that her kind of, and, and it goes back to kind of my, my at the beginning of this book being like, why are you giving Elaine this like larger role? Mm-hmm. She's 19, let her be the queen of Andor. And all of my favorite stuff of Elaine in this book is when she is being the queen of Andor, right? Yes. Um, When she is like 
when she's doing her job, mm-hmm. she does it really well. It's mm-hmm. the thing she's trained to be. And I'm glad that she didn't get caught up too much in that role that they gave her and that they allowed her to kind of be acting with the people that she cares about and wants to be interacting with. Yeah. Because so much of these last books is, uh, unfortunately, in my opinion, people interacting with people they don't really care about. And a lot of the yeah. relationship elements of the Wheel of Time are kind of lost in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have a lot of people just kind of next to the person they happen to be next to. Yes. And I think that putting Elaine here in the um, in the midst of the Andorans and being the queen of Andor surrounded by her people leading them uh, and having her interactions with Brigitte, I, I think that she gets a lot of great stuff because of that. Yeah. And it really shows in her character, like, what, what she believes and who she is. And I, I agree, like... Her having the very convenient lack of a water bond problem um, is 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 convenient, but there's going to be a lot of convenience in the end of this book. Yeah. So we kind of just have to like accept it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and accept and 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 try and view the like gem of Elaine through the rough of some of the other stuff that happens here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, Blue, thank you for ten gifted memberships. Blue, thank you. Mad lad in the chat over here. It's it's guys, guys. All green. It's Blue the unicorn. He's here. This is blue. Should we name this blue? (laughs) Only if blue approves. Blue, can we name our unicorn blue in memory of you? (laughs) In memory. Yeah, blue died in the last battle. He's riding in as a hero of the horn. He's a he's a knoll actually. <laughs> Guys, Blue, Blue is Jane Canonically Farshrider. is Curse Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canonically. Blue is uh, Jane Farshrider. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. That's so funny. <laughs> Thank you, Blue. I appreciate that. Oh, my God. Um, oh, God. And Bryce says, You can also say that Elaine has been brought up to smother her own pain for the good of her people and trained to better compartmentalize than Egwene. I mean, Egwene disa- got spanked for six months. I disagree with that because that's what all the Aes Sedai are trained to do. That's True. the like everyone who has passed that test, and, and I think it's like it's, don't feel. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the weird thing about Conceal, the water bond. Don't feel is that it is a magical pain above what they go through in that hundred hundred weaves test. Yeah, because so it's how magic. bad is it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it just feels different because it's magic, and Elaine like acknowledges that it is irrational, and so I just, I, yeah, it is just one of those interesting like open ended things that I'm curious about. I love this blue 2021 to 2023. Did you think that blue was <laughs> like born the day this podcast started? Blue was uh, born through book club. Blue blue was actually ripped out of Teleranriad on the day that this podcast. Yeah, started. I'm so yeah. sorry. And then we we bonded him as a book club warder and made him a mod. <laughs> and yeah. then he died and came back as a hero of the horn. This works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand You percent. are our Brigitte Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, we cut over to Matt, who is trying to push the enemy off the heights. Mm-hmm. Um, the heights he gave up. Which uh, is hilarious, because it there's... It, it, I, I kept thinking of Hamilton. Oh. Um, I thought because, you were going to say in the heights. No, no, no. Although, same writer. Um, I know. Because of the whole, like, we abandoned, like, the, of Washington's retreat and then attempt to retake uh, New York. Uh, it's, it's, it, yeah. Sure. And there's cannons. And so, like, when Kaboom, the, ca- yeah. Those cannons. Watch your blood and your shit spray. <laughs> like, I was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. reading this book and they were like, and the, the <laughs> portal opens. And I, I know that Talmains is singing in there while they're doing it. And oh. so I just picture, like, the Sharon army. They're, like, whipping. Rapping. Yeah. And the the, 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 like, portal opens above them. And all the Sharons, the, the last thing they hear as they look up at their death is, Kaboom, go the cannon. Watch your blood and your shit spray. Kaboom, goes the cannons. We're abandoned in Pavlov Heights. 
Um, <laughs> that needs to be your uh, wheel time idol submission. Because um, <laughs> that would be hilarious. If I rewrite all of that song yes. to be the last battle, yes. you deserve I would an need, award for I that. would need all of Hamilton to yeah. do the last battle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Guillermo Barros, thank you yeah. so much uh, for oh that super duper chat. Thank uh, you. Late to the party and unable to stay. That happens. It's what happening on a Friday morning during work hours? How dare. Uh, just want to say, uh, wish a great book club and congratulate both of you. A lovely feel for this amazing series. Thank you very much for this journey and I hope to be able to catch the final one next yes, week. Yes, next week. I think I, that questions channel, I think I emptied it. So, wait, oh, let me did check you? that. I haven't gone through that yet. We're going to open up the questions channel. Yes, uh, the questions channel is open, I think. Oh, okay, How do you yeah. open it? Um, go to permissions. Permissions. Yep. Uh, not private. There we go. Escape. Save changes. Y'all. All, All right. Question the channel question channel is open for is next week. Open. Uh, it is full series. You can talk. You can ask about anything that you want. There is no limits. It's probably going to be a long book club next week. Um, yeah, yeah. We're kind of, we're not gonna be able to talk about Wheel of Time again until um, probably after the strike and stuff. So yeah, because uh, we do, we do want to also do so. So we are opening this up to full series, but keep in mind, we will probably do a full series recap again, like in December, because we're gonna be home. We still want to make Wheel mm -hmm. of Time content. It'll give us some time to really digest the the books and this crazy journey that we've been through. Um, so yeah, we want to yeah. do some tier lists. Uh, I want to play the video game. Yeah. Um, Someone also said that there's a um a which character are you test, and I really want to take that. Um, I'm gonna get like Docene or somebody and be like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> right. Um. Now, please keep in mind, we have not seen season two of the show yet. Yeah. No season two spoilers. Yet. No season two spoilers. Those will be deleted. But we will um, once the strike is over. We'll talk about that later. We're gonna do a full season two live stream. Um, after the strike. We right. don't know when that's going to be yet. Right. Uh, but uh, the, we don't know when the, strike ends. the WGA got their deal. Let's go WGA. Proud of you. Love yes. you. Yes. Adore you. Uh, please um, uh, please know how much I love you and how grateful I am to all the work that you do because you're wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as a SAG member, I need you. Uh, and uh, the AMPTP and SAG are meeting on Monday. Yeah. They have finally scheduled meetings. So they're going to start negotiating. I There is a chance... Because when when the when the AMPTP sat down and were actually serious about this, yeah, took five days. Yeah, there is a chance that on Friday of next week we'll be talking about a deal. Yeah, there's a chance that I will no longer be on strike Friday of next week. Sooner maybe. A chance. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not holding out too much hope because mm -hmm. I I'm I'm just waiting for them to try and fuck us one more time. Yeah. But there is a chance that on book club next Friday I might not be on strike anymore, and we might be able to talk about the show, but we won't have seen it yet. So that's crazy. Um. Yeah. Wild. Y'all, y'all, y'all. There's mm -hmm. a chance. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, I have thoughts. I got season one thoughts I want to talk about. I got, we, there's, there's patrons, you know what's up, but like yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. you, <laughs> we're going to be talking. Yeah, the patrons We're going to be doing live streams, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to, like, the Wheel of Time content is not over. We will do a lot mm -hmm. more stuff uh, over the next coming weeks, and especially when we're back from our travels. And uh, you better behave yourselves in the, the Discord spoiler chat now, because we are, we are loud in there. We, we, we've read all the books, so. Mr. Jambot says, I really hope you guys pick up the expanse again. What makes you think we ever stopped? We did not stop. Just wait for the strike to end. <laughs> or join the Patreon. Uh, Matt is... Um, yeah, Matt is happy that the the, the the he sees the Sanchin again. He's like, hey, mm -hmm. you're back. 
And now uh, he, they, we have the Tarleks start firing through the gateways. He it's really cool. A sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he's like, "There's just one more thing that needs to happen. What's the one more thing that needs to happen?" The river. That's right. We the cut river. up to <laughs> Jur Grady, uh-huh. who's just chilling. Uh, this was this was one of the like this is one of the best things in the Wheel of Time. Yeah. This is one of th- this moment, y'all. Is one of the like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my god! Oh my! Oh fuck! I wish I yeah. wish this had been the chapter we reacted to because my joy at figuring out what was happening here was fucking unreal. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was through the roof yeah, here. Yeah, because Grady's like, wow, everyone thinks Matt's such a good commander, but he just is like letting people die. He's like, ugh. Man, I'm gonna have some fucking words with Matt when this is over. Well, and, and it was like, he was like, it's specifically these like hundred people <laughs> and a few members of the band. And I was like, what a yeah. weird assortment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what why the fuck those people? Yeah. That makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. A bunch of village people. <laughs> and I didn't and put he's together like, hmm, he's like what was open the, the gateway at dawn. That they're from. Oh my god. And then as soon as the people At dawn come, on the yeah. fifth day. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The 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 village of Hinderstab comes to uh to to fuck up there the are, dark one. Do, okay, I have a question. Spit in sight blinders eye. I have a question for you. Do you yeah. think that Hinderstep goes back to normal after the Dark One is dead? Or are well, is, the this their life? Well, the Dark One doesn't die. So. For, well, man. Or, yeah, I guess Hinderstep <laughs> is like this forever. Excuse me. <laughs> Tried not to sneeze too hard. You can't sneeze on camera. You know people jerk off to that. Yeah, sorry. You're welcome, actually. Rob Lee. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that super chat. Just wanted to say that you guys are awesome. Thanks. You're awesome, Rob. No, you. And I hope you will eventually read the Cosmere. Keep up your great content, you sexy beasts. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're a sexy beast, Rob. It's because I sneezed, right? Yeah. Yeah, can no, we get some you. super chats for sneezes up in this bitch? Uh, no, we don't need to do that. Uh, thank you, Rob, for that super chat. I really appreciate it. We got so many, like, first super chatters No today. free sneezes. We do. Lots of, yeah, it's because yeah. we're at the end. People are like, you, you guys read 15 books. Honestly, yeah, we 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 need like an award. We need to put up a plaque. It's like we survived the wheel of time, and Attack yeah. on Titan. Um, uh, and then uh, we cut over to um, oh no, we're with Joe Grady, and uh, yeah, yeah th- this was really fun. Uh, I love that the village comes through. Um, the people yeah. that he had watched die the previous night that he's mad about um, are back. Well, and the, he's like the Trollocs probably don't notice, but those Dreadlords are like the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they, they come through, scare the shit out of the Dreadlords, and then Jer Grady busts open the dam, and the river rides, uh, and, uh, it turns into a bunch of horses, and the Nazgul freak the fuck out about it. <laughs> they do not like this moment at all. No, definitely not. James Ross, welcome back to the nerd table. This is my, one of my favorite moments alongside the Varen reveal. I only caught on my third listen to the books. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that's fair. I, There's so many names. I get it. I feel like for me, this what, the reason why this is one of my favorite moments is because I didn't love Hinderstap. Uh-huh. It felt out of place in the series right. in terms of like the magical effect of it. Yeah. Just just because like we know that the one thing the one power can't do is heal right. from death. And so it just kind of felt like this like weird, it, it sort of felt to me like um, um, Combustion Man does in... Uh, uh, Avatar. Avatar, The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where I'm just like, this just doesn't fit this world to me. Yeah. And yeah. so finding a way to take this thing that to me didn't work 
and that I didn't like think really fit the world that you had built Mm -hmm. and making that like creatively using that as part of the last battle Mm -hmm. and having the characters really buy into the existence of it and not forgetting about it actually does a lot for me in terms of making it like a part of this world in a way that it, it, the, the magic of it still doesn't really make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, given what we know about the one power. Um, but um, Wait, people call him sparkly, sparkly boom man? Yeah, he doesn't work for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, yeah, yeah. And like that whole <laughs> first half of season three is really rocky to me because of him. But yeah. uh, this the, the, using Hindersap here goes a long way to make this thing that doesn't really fit the world in my opinion. Um, a, a, a much softer read for me. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I, I love that it, how it was used and, like, it, it, it's done in such a creative way that, like, you know, even if it doesn't fit <clears throat> exactly into the world in my brain, like, I, I see why it's here. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really did like it. I, yeah, it was I, well done. It was, like, fist pumpy and fun and a reveal that I felt like the... It, there was enough information drip fed throughout before they actually said Hinderstaff yeah. that I was able to figure it out before the book told me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not in a way that like felt like the book was trying to be like, ooh, hoo, hoo, but like it was that the book wanted you to have that moment where you figured it out for yourself. And I appreciated the way it was written. I thought it was done really well. Yeah. And I really, really liked, um, I really liked that. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it was fantastic. Chapter 41, <clears throat> a smile. Uh, we cut over to Pavara. Uh, keep in mind, Perrin is still sleeping. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think he woke up, but he hasn't like done anything yet. I thought he went back to bed. <clears throat> Can't remember. Oh, there is the one time where he goes back to bed. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. Sorry. Uh, Pavara is uh, hanging out, um, and uh, this is where we get. <sighs> you really love the tame stuff at the end of this book. The tame stuff. The Logain stuff. The Loghain stuff at the end yes. of this book. Sorry. Yes. I, I just read Tame because we're about to talk about his scepter. Um, yes. I, where, I really like the end of it. Yeah. How did you feel about Loghain suddenly being, like, obsessed with this Sa'angriel? Um, it didn't really feel sudden to me. Like, the the way it was worked through with um, the explanation of, like, Tame was a captive of the Aes Sedai, and then he was basically a cap or sorry, Loghain. Loghain was a captive of the Aes Sedai, and then mm-hmm. he was basically a, a captive of Thames, and he was almost turned against his will, and he's like, I need to I need to have so much power to never allow someone to take that from me ever again. And, like, I, I, do, like, I don't agree with him, and, and neither do, do most of the people who are there with him, but, like, Loghain still has the, the, the taint and the madness, um... That's true. Nynaeve hasn't him. gotten to him yet. Yeah, Nynaeve hasn't been able to help him out. You with would that. think that Nynaeve would have done that by now, but well, I, I mean, she's kind of busy uh, with Rand. Yeah, but she figured out how to cure madness like she has five not months seen ago. Loghain. Loghain only just showed up to Elaine. Like Loghain has been like gone, disappeared. There, there, there is. But Loghain no... was with Rand for a while mm. after Nynaeve figured out how to cure madness. No, I don't think that was after. When no. did she figure that out? That Nynaeve was way back Loghain, in that was ba- back in tier. Yeah, that was when they like killed uh, the a fuck ton of the Trollocs. She couldn't heal the madness until after the taint was cleansed, and the taint was not cleansed at that point. Yeah, it was. The taint was cleansed before that. When they k- killed all those Trollocs and Lan left. No, that's no. not when she figures out how to. That's the, the only madness. time she sees Loghain. That's the only time they're ever together. 
Um, and then uh, it is so it is so strange to me now thinking about it that Nynaeve figures out how to cure the madness mm-hmm. one time, uh-huh. and then it, that is never brought up again. Yeah. Like Nynaeve never Nynaeve literally figures out how to cure the madness, and then she doesn't do that because I thought it was going to come back that she was going to be able to cure the the turning. Yeah. And that her curing the madness was going to tie into her being able to cure the people that have been turned to the Dark One. Yeah. And I thought that that was going to be the end of this. Yeah. Was her, like, was Nynaeve, like, cures those people that had been turned. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to me now thinking back. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I can cure the madness out of all of these men. And then she doesn't do it. <laughs> At, not one more time. There's not, a, there's not a single other person in this series that she cures of their madness. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully she She just discovered that power so that she could do it once. Yeah, she's busy. Her schedule is very full. They Um, weren't that busy. There there was a lot of time where they're like in the fields of Marilor, not doing nothing. There were days of negotiations where they're just kind of sitting there talking about stuff. It's not not like this was like an action adventure, like we are like on the mission the whole time. Yeah, At the beginning kind of, of this book, thread. they are sitting in the fields of Marilor doing dick all yeah, yeah, while yeah. they're trying to decide who's going to be their leader. Yeah, it doesn't really come back. Like, Nynaeve should have been like, hey, Rand, you got this meeting? Great. I'm going to go heal everybody. <laughs> it's the one thing I like to do. I'm going to go cure some madness. I'm going to go cure some madness. Uh, oh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> butcher that username. Zoss. Thank you so much for that that super chat. You're a gosh damn superhero. Hell yeah. I love the heart. Thank you. We appreciate Mm. you. Thank you so much. Um, Um, We also never see Nynaeve like show anyone else how to do it. So if Nynaeve had died, uh, then no one else would know how to cure the the madness. At least least the queen like showed other people how to make Quendalar, even though that (laughs) also like never came back. True. There, there's a lot of stuff that's brought up in these books that never, that just is never relevant again. Like, she she learns how to make Quendalar mm-hmm. so that they can pay for the army. They don't need to do that because the fight just kind of Elaine can, like, copy Terangrials but doesn't, like, make a bunch of Terangrials for people to use during the battle. Yeah, that that has not, that has no bearing on the last battle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least the medallions uh, do. Like, at least the medallions come back. But she could have been, like, copying other... Yeah, that's true. Dorothy Millar has one. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's she true. definitely could have been copying other items. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of threads. <clears throat> too, too, too little time. Too many threads. Um, uh, she healed everyone with Rand, but he warned her to stay away from the Black Tower. Did she heal? Uh, maybe I'm just forgetting that. It is says that that happened. So um, uh, that probably did happen then. Yeah, yeah. I just think that that would have mattered more in terms of like the on page narrative. But but again, the, the the end of this book is so weird in terms of what matters. Yeah. That I, I do kind of, it, it, it's just one of those things that probably gets lost in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seasting, that's not true. She, at this point in her pregnancy, she says she has no troubles channeling anymore, which is why in the battle she's fine. She can do whatever oh, she wants. Oh, Elaine. Sorry, I was thinking um, Nynaeve. I was like, wait, Nynaeve's sorry, pregnant? No, no, no. No, no um, Elaine Who's does... Who's the father? Yeah. Land's been fighting in the blight. El- Elaine definitely goes through a period where she can't channel properly. That is <clears throat> that is very explicitly Yeah, that's up, only first trimester but... stuff. Um, And like maybe early second trimester, but third trimester. <laughs> sure, she's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. blasting. Yeah. Uh, Margo said die. Thank you so much for that super chat. Cheers. Margo, you're a blue Aja today. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just would have definitely loved to see Nynaeve share that information of curing the madness with other yeah. people mm-hmm. but uh, 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 I'm probably happened off page 
Um. <laughs> uh, Josh Timko, thank you for that. Too, uh, thank you for joining the Nargs. Uh, can't make it to book club today, but excited to catch up later. Finish. Congrats on finishing Wheel of Time. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever series you decide to go with next, I'll be on board. It's Aragon. We're doing. We're the doing the inheritance, inheritance cycle. Uh, next. Quintology now, I guess, with Murtag. Well, no, it's not actually part of the inheritance cycle. It is just like. Yeah, everyone's like gonna say that it is, though. I, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, that schedule is in the Discord. We'll be making sure that we post it on all the socials yeah. and stuff. It's not going to be super long, only a few weeks, which will be really nice. And then in the new year, we're going to start something new. Should we just decide right now? Should we play Rock, Paper, Scissors for it? What? <laughs> Should we play Rock, Paper, Scissors for the next big series? What? What did... Uh, One of us has to be Brandon Sanderson, and the other has to be Dr. Seuss. Where we do a book club of all of the Dr. Seuss books, one at a time. Absolutely for not. For three hours. Absolutely not. What do you think he meant when he said the cat in the hat? I hate this. Wait, I got, we got a, we got a sponsor off. I didn't tell you this. What? Someone, so, oh my God, wait, someone sent us a sponsorship offer that was like, hey, um, we have, was it this one? No. Oh my God. No idea. They said that like, hey, we would like you to, we would like to sponsor a reaction on your channel for our product. People who like our product, like the movie, The Cat in the Hat. Would you do a reaction to The Cat in the Hat? The movie? The movie. And I like, I read the email and I was like, <laughs> people, people like the Cat in the Hat movie? I mean, I had fun watching it when I was like 11. I never thought it was very good. I, I also yeah. had the video game. I had the Cat in the Hat video game, was which was video game? bonkers. Absolutely fucking bonkers. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, bad yeah. Dragon, Seasting, I wish. <laughs> I would take that spot. Guys, I would take that sponsorship so fast. It would be a reaction video, but only from here up. <laughs> reacting to what? Bad Dragon. Well, what are we reacting to? Dildos. That's what they make. Yeah, but what are, but but what are we reacting to, Carlos? <laughs> yeah, you just know looking exactly. at the dildos. Looking at no, <laughs> that's boring. <clears throat> All right, apparently Claris is going to be starting a bad dragon review channel on the hub. You can review like sex dolls and stuff on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy what they we allow. We need to talk about the book. Uh, Anyways, so. Uh... Um, Andrew's really tired. Everyone's really tired. Uh, Tame has them looking for a golden scepter. Um, yeah. Uh, and he's like, don't worry about the fighting. And they're like, Tame, people are like, people are kind of dying here. We yeah. could do some good. Yeah. Uh, and I Tame's honestly, like, I don't care. I want power. I, I think that it works for me because of the madness, because it's mentioned like uh, earlier. Mm -hmm. um, it, I think it was like the previous section that we read. I was like, oh yeah, Logan, he's not, he's not well. Um, mm -hmm. and that's why he's, like, clinging on to this item that he thinks that he needs to be able to remain, like, a free man. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I, I, I don't dislike it. Um, I just, mm -hmm. I, I wondered how you felt about it, considering where it goes. Yeah. Um, Logan. Sorry, Logan. I keep saying tame. <laughs> They're not even that similar. I don't know. I, I keep doing it, too. Uh, and then Pavara comes up with a really good idea. Yes, really good idea. And Andrew's like, wow, that's a really good idea. Um, basically, they're they're all too tired. And so they can't weave very much anymore. And so Pavar comes up with a really good idea. And mm -hmm. Tames like, and then uh, Andrew's like, mind link. Also. Andrew's like, wow, I'm fucking, so turned on We're right going to have so much sex later. <laughs> we're, oh, I'm going to, we're going to, when the, all this is over, mm -hmm. I'm going to gateway you wherever you want. 
and then we're going to get naked, and then we're going to bang bits, and it's going to be wild. They're going to go find Ryan's <laughs> igloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, just, it becomes like a rite of passage to go have sex in Rand and, and uh, Avienda's igloo. And you like go and you get in the igloo and scratched into the ice or like like oh the names god. of all the people the who bone there. Oh my fucking god! Like the cabin at summer camp on the lake where you're like, oh my god, oh this my is god. the weird like. You're like I don't like this storage cabin where everyone scratched their their initials in the back. Of yeah, it. yeah. Uh, we got over to uh, McGideon who is still 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 kicking. Yeah. Uh, for a little bit longer, a little bit longer. I love I love. Well, no, she's alive. At the end. I mean, yeah, I guess she's she's alive. alive. We'll talk about it. Um, Gideon is like, fucking Demandred, you fucking idiot. I know a little bit about war. And then she's like, I look like Demandred now. <laughs> uh, boom. Boom, bitch. And so she goes to the middle of the Sharans. And some, like, Sharan monk dude? This was weird. Yeah. Uh, he's like, you're not Demandred. And she's like, Balefire. And everyone's like, all right, fine. <laughs> Whatever. You're Demandred. Yeah, she's. Just, I I love her like line. It's like better you should die than to question the one that you're supposed to love. And everyone's like, oh yeah, oh no, that checks out. Uh, and then uh, the the cannons appear and wipe her out. No, they wipe out everybody else. Well, but but we think she's dead because she looks Ooh, at a yeah. cannon and it explodes. But don't worry. Yeah, From she's... this point on, nobody dies. Um, well, that's not exactly true. Morden dies. Does he? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. No, I have a I have a theory about that that's going to piss off chat. Oh, um, okay. Guys, I have a theory about the epilogue that y'all are not going to like, but it's the only way that I think it's interesting. Um, Jen Lee Bell, thank you for that super <laughs> thank chat. Thank you so much for the super Congrats chat. Congrats on making it to the end, guys. You have been an absolute joy to watch. No, Jen Lee Bell, you have been an absolute joy to watch. Wait. <laughs> are you Santa Claus? He sees you when you're sleeping. No, thank you he so much. He watches that. you masturbate. Oh, is that the rewrite? That's that. That's that's the truth of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. fucking Santa. What a Santa. Creep. No, no, no. It's not about being creepy. He does not get off on it. He, he. It is a power that he has that he can't turn off, and it's actually like his that's greatest so curse. Sad. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Santa is just go. He's like gone to jail for child porn so many times, and he there's nothing he can do about it. There's... Like he can't stop it. <laughs> wow, that's it's, so. It's a, it is a tragedy. People masturbate, like, at all hours of the day, though, so he just is watching people masturbate for his whole life? Yeah, but specifically only people under the age of 18. Like, it's a it's a nightmare. Wait, why? Yeah, and his kink is actually, like, why really old, children? like, white-haired, wrinkly women. Why? So he just, he, like, can't see the thing he actually wants to see. Why can't he see everyone masturbate? Well, because once you're an adult, Santa doesn't see you anymore. Really? Is that how that works? Yeah, he doesn't bring you toys or coal. It's only, mm. it's like, once you hit 18, Santa cannot see you anymore. I thought he can still see you, he just doesn't give a fuck. No, 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 no. He's like, it's, I'm not responsible Santa, anymore. Santa, Santa, once you turn 18, Santa forgets about you. Doesn't remember your name. Yeah, it's really... He, that's so sad. Santa's, Santa's existence is hell. That's, yeah, that sounds awful. Santa's existence is, like, the worst thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And, that's and, like, children are getting worse, um, and children are getting stupider, uh, and so the, Santa's, like, whole life is trying to justify not giving kids coal, because most of them deserve it. <laughs> he does boy math. Boy math. Boy math. <laughs> Boy math. Boy math. He's like, if they uh, if they beat up a kid at school, but they got really good grades, how does that equate for coal versus toys? <laughs> Boy math. God damn it. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. 
God, that was a dark joke. I'm sorry, y'all. <clears throat> We're getting um, in uh, bed. Um, we go to Talmain's, and he's like, uh, okay, close the gateway, open a new one, and they the boom-boom the Trollocs. Yeah, and so they get, they we, they reveal, like, the process of, like, the thing opens, they shoot the cannons out, the thing closes, they, they open the, the vent. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> then Aludra goes somewhere, looks through her spyglass, and is like, all right. And then she comes back and is like, we're going to put it here, and then they put it there, and boom, 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 boom. It's, it's really uh, cool. It's beautiful. This is... Honestly, beautiful. This is, like... Brandon Sanderson taking his, um, his like creative magic bullshit mm-hmm. into cannons bullshit. and it being fantastic. Brandon Sanderson, <laughs> yeah. I like the way your brain works, my dude. I like the way your brain works. Yeah. I want to read your books. Rock, paper, scissors. Cosmere, Dr. Seuss. Why Dr. Seuss? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, all right, let's get into. I would deliberately lose, like. <laughs> How do you deliberately lose rock paper scissors? You see what they do, and you do it a split second after. But it's on video. Everyone would know that you cheated. No, yeah, no. You gotta like. The chat would feel cheated. Nah, nah, nah. It's like imperceptible. All right, so uh, chapter forty-two: impossibilities. Maris, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so much. Watching oh since gosh. 2020. Holy shit. God damn. That was the that's the year we got married. It is. <laughs> Did you see the wedding cake video? Y'all, if you want to watch us bake our wedding cake, you can. It's a hell of a time. Um, uh, thanks for sharing this odd traumatic book series I somehow can't stop thinking about with all these weirdos. <laughs> An odd traumatic book series I can't stop thinking about is the that's, best review of that, the Wheel of Time. No, no, that sums it up like perfectly yeah. your unfiltered opinions give me so much life you are going to be living in about an thank hour and a half you. thank you thank you um, thank you <laughs> thank you we appreciate that super chat we appreciate you being thank on you this so journey with us for literal years wild um, <clears throat> yeah at this point we were two chapters into the reading this week yeah i just want to say at this point i was like oh shit the end of this book is great the end yeah, of this yeah, book yeah. With this th- I was what, like banger someone cooked here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah, a little spice here, a little shake, shake here, a little onions, a little what, what? What you're like cooking? Um, you're cooking. All right, Sanji, calm down. Uh, AP, thank you for that super chat. Thank you uh, so much, Doctor Seuss. I'm not reading the rest of your super chat. In this economy, shut up! It's not funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's That's not. why Chad keeps bringing it's it up. It's not. It's very funny. It's bullshit. Uh-huh. I did not hit her. Comedy. I did not. Oh, um. For oh, those- hi, Mark. For those of you who don't know, um, oh, I keep forgetting to turn the light on. It's right there, Fabu. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I have a little sign that says uh, Kodar Yudlik, which is a uh, uh, dragon, uh, Skyrim dragon shout for In This Economy. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful uh, piece of artwork. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for you that, that constant reminder. <laughs> it's great. I love it. So, Avienda is fighting... Um, the Windfinders, we find out they have lost control of the bull. Uh, so the only thing they were supposed to do in the whole series, they failed at. Way to go, Windfinders. Uh, we will never hear about you again. Uh, I hope you don't some of you lived. I, I I don't know if there are any. I don't know if there are any sea folk at the after after this. No idea. Um, because the end of the book does not get into it. Not a clue. <clears throat> um, and so the uh, Avienda is like running and fleeing, and th- th- there's a weird fight going on. A strange mist shows up. Uh, mm, and uh, sure. the Trollocs begin to fight one another. Um, She's like, oh, that's pretty normal. And the world goes nuts. This is where this series should have been an anime. Uh, because I don't know how you fucking show this in live action. Yeah. It would cost, like, the last battle is a $400 million two-movie event. It's like Endgame. It, but, but, 
But it's if the hour of Endgame that is the fight were the all whole... of Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It is what if that, like, portals to the end, which is about an hour of, like, crazy shit yeah. that I wept through. Because um, <clears throat> I was alone at 10 a.m. for the first time, standing in a movie theater, just weeping at the joy in front of me. Uh, it is that hour stretched over the entirety of Infinity War and Endgame. I, like, do not know how you adapt this. I, I don't understand what... I don't understand how you could possibly do it. No it would be $400 million. It's you, you you need you need cavalry, you need cannons, you need, you need CGI. Tele- you need so much CGI. <laughs> yep. There's so much magic. Mm-hmm. There's hundreds of people doing magic. Yep. Like this like 800 extras. Like there there this series and like I thought Dumai's Wells was going to be hard. I thought there there were battles before this that I was like I don't know how they pull this off. Uh, th- there's there's just no fu- like just logistically you would need probably 9 months of shooting. You would need hundreds of people for nine months. Yeah, it, like the 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 technical element of putting this on screen, having filmed some pretty big battle scenes in my life and been part of those thousand day extra days. Yep, you would need that every day for a year. Like yep. it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Dwayne, uh, welcome uh, to the nerd table. We're happy to have you here. Appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's gonna be. Uh, it's I, I don't I don't know how they do this. <clears throat> It's yeah, like absolute fucking insanity. And 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 that's just the last battle down there. At Thakandar, this is crazy. The ground is erupting. Like, God, the sets for this would be nuts. The amount of blue screen, like, it would just be, it would be crazy. Yeah. It would be crazy to shoot. Yeah. So fun. But, like, Battle of the Bastards took them 55 days to shoot. Right? That yeah. that episode took 55 days of night shots to shoot. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I don't know how you do this. No, I, I literally couldn't tell you. Yeah. Not a clue. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the world is crazy. Everybody's fighting and uh, Ked Swain. And guess what? Olivia. We finally get a mention of Olivia, who is supposed to kill Rand. She's she's there. She is she's present. She's present helping Ked Swain yes. fight uh, Hesalam. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Hesalam's, like, like um, uh, batteries. Uh, batteries. Her human batteries. Her human batteries are starting to Are starting out. to fall. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and, and uh, uh, Avienda gets like attacked by somebody, and she uh, she 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 nerfs him, and then realizes, hey, it's Ruark. <clears throat> Very sad. Yeah, Ruark yeah. had no chance, uh, and uh, this was fucking. To be fair, we know he would rather die. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And probably I, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to come back to this sec. Brother Taddeus, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for Congrats on finishing God of Bounce, but we'll catch you later. Thank you. See you later. We appreciate you. Ruark, I believe, would rather die to an Aeol mm-hmm. who kills him with honor. Yeah. And that he knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that Ruark would rather die, period, than work for Grendel. But I think that... I, I I think that even Ruark would say, like, at least it was a fucking Aeol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it had been a Trollic, Ruark would have been... Yeah. Yeah. Rourke would have come back. <laughs> he would have been so fucking pissed that a Trollic got him. I think yeah, that Rourke in like, heaven no, no, is no. like, not at, today. At least it was an Aiel who's like one of the best. Yeah, you know, I went down to one of the best. I didn't go down like a fucking chump. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. He has woken from the dream. Yeah, yeah. I guess Rourke did d- technically die in this section, but I, <clears throat> I when Rourke was compulsed, I kind of like had that moment of like, oh, he's dead already. But yeah, yeah, but no, he, he dies here. He yeah. dies in this section. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, he was just uh, in like he was already dead. There's know, there, there's yeah. nothing in Ruark left. Yeah, he, he, um, he was he was fantastic. He was a great character, and uh, we never see how Emise feels about this. Um, Nynaeve could have saved him though, maybe, maybe. But Nynaeve, he might have died immediately. We've never actually seen her heal all the way to like fine, right? Yeah, the person that she healed of compulsion uh, literally immediately died. So yeah, we don't we don't see um his partner's uh, reaction to his death. Yeah. Because the next time we see them, they're just talking to Nynaeve about what's next. Yep. Yeah, that was weird. Moving on. Um, all right, so then we cut over to Mishrael. Who's Mishrael? One of the, the dark friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's about all I know. About. Yeah, so uh, Mishrael chases down Rand, Althor. What? Rand's here. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, fuck, this is it. Wait. It's a trap! It's a trap! <laughs> and then a bunch of, like, old-ass motherfucking <laughs> O'Gear are like, don't worry. A couple decades of this place, he's gonna be just fine. Yeah. And I was like, this is the... Yeah, this they, is horrifying. They, they, trick, they trick the dark friends into running into a steading. And uh, the O'Gear who are too old to fight are like... No, oh, don't, because uh, who, who is it? Was it, is it Andral who's like, be careful, they can be devious, mm-hmm. and the old oak is like, you think because we're like nice, we can't be devious? This was genuinely wrong. Horrifying. I know. I, I was know. like, oh my god, the Ogier are scary as fuck because yeah. the Ogier remember what it is like for yeah. male channelers. They know what it's like for male channelers in a studying, and they're like, don't you worry. Yeah. Their life's going to be hell. Yeah. Well, I do I, I do like the moment, and obviously, like, uh, you know, this doesn't play out, and it, it never will, but um, the one uh, Ashman who's been turned, he's not dead, and so Andrew's like, hey, hopefully, maybe one day we can find a way to, to fix this. Cause... Oh, Danalo. Yeah, 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 because, like, because yeah. um, the, they're just going to stay trapped in the setting, and so... Maybe they'll have time to like study Nynaeve. it and and yeah. No, Nynaeve, no, Nynaeve's there's no study. Nynaeve's gonna Nynaeve's just gonna be like, give me a, give me a second. Yeah. watch. He's good. Yeah, yeah, got him. I figured it out. Got him. So it's just uh, you you put your you put your thoughts in and then you go, and then you go a little bit and then the yellows go. Oh my god, she's so fucking brilliant, but she's a wilder and. And then they never let you sleep because they harass you. Um, and we cut we get like Andrew's POV on this. Uh, and Pavara's like, are you going to kill them? And the Ogre are like, no. We're just going to like Silly. have them live in eternal torment for decades. Torment? Eh, that's, that's far. No, we know that it's... No, it's torturous to be there. The, the longer the male channelers are in the setting, the worse it gets. What? Yeah, after the breaking, male channelers went to the setting so they wouldn't hurt people. But the longer they were in the steadings, the worse the feeling of being cut off from the one power got. And over time, it became torturous. So torturous that they ended up leaving so that they could go die. Oh, or I taking thought, their own lives. I, I thought that they left because, like, they they couldn't stand, like, not being able to help people or whatever. No, they couldn't stand the, like, being cut off from the one power. And it got worse the longer it went on. And so they would leave because they couldn't stand it. Well. Sucks to be evil. That's why this was horrifying, was because they're like, oh no, no, we're gonna take care of them as they like fall into insanity over decades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's gonna suck. Uh yeah. have fun have fun with that. <clears throat> Alviarin. We get another uh cut to Avienda. Uh and uh she's fighting. Uh and she 
creates a spear out of like fire and earth. And as Grendel is about to escape, she j manages to jam the spear into her. And because the spear is in Grendel when she uses the true power travel, Avienda goes with her. And the two of them disappear together. Yeah, because you have to be touching the other person to travel with the true power. And apparently the spear is enough. I mean, yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me, because then, like, wouldn't... like That's like why your clothes But, like, you. what is the limitation? Huh? Yeah, but I, in my opinion, like, a spear, it's not your clothes. It was it, it got into a weird question of, like, but, like, if... But then the, there are people that were touching the ground near her. Like, how far does this... How far does this bubble extend? It's not the landscape. It's, like... The things that... I'm saying that, like, <clears throat> what is the difference between... Also, their spears are, like, this long. Like, it stands to reason that Avienda's, like... That's... You know mm. what I mean? Like... It was made of Avienda's... Well, no, but it's not a spear. It's a, it's a magic. It's one power spear. It's not yeah, a, sure. A, I, I like this. It was made of Avienda's power, so it is part of Avienda. I'll buy that. Sure, yeah. I will buy that. I just mean, like, to be close enough to stab someone with a short spear, you're close enough to touch them, so I just, I, yeah. No, it wasn't I, weird I, I like that it's Avian's power. Okay. Because otherwise, like, could could you, like, throw a chain at somebody and then, like, teleport with them from, like, 15 feet away? Just, like, lasso. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I guess. Um, also, Avian's hmm. feet get uh, fucking murked. Yeah. The ground, like, explodes, and she, like, jumps, and it, yeah, yeah. She, like, feels her, like, bones breaking and her skin, like, ripping apart. It's, it's, uh, it's graphic. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Spicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she gets mm -hmm. Lieutenant Dan. I don't, I don't get the reference. You don't know who Lieutenant Dan is? Should I? You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. I... Have you never seen Forrest Gump? Yeah, yeah, a few times. You've seen Forrest Gump a few times. Yeah. And you don't know who Lieutenant Dan is? No. <laughs> How have you seen the movie? What do you mean? Lieutenant Dan! He gets his legs blown off. I don't remember. When they're at war, and then they have a fishing boat together, and then For Forrest Gump starts Bubba Gump Shrimp Company because of Lieutenant Dan. I thought he's like one of the friend, main characters. In I thought the movie. that was his friend Bubba. Yeah, but Lieutenant Dan like makes it possible. Does he? Yeah, he comes back. He's like, "You ain't got no legs." How how have you seen this movie multiple times and you don't know who Lieutenant Dan is? They come back. They fish together. Yeah. No. I I I, I thought that was Bubba. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. He's like the second main character. <laughs> All I remember is um I thought you were about to say no, I've never seen Forrest Gump, which would which would track for you, but you said I've seen it multiple times. It's like one of the most famous quotes of all time. No, it's not. Life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. But that's why it's funny. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Day. I remember I remember Tom Hanks and I remember his mom and I remember Jenny and that's it. Um that's that's it. That's all I got. Wow, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is the one who bought the fruit company stock for Bubba Gump. Yeah. Uh. Sure. Wow, that's wild. Sure. No, I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. It would be like be like I no, I've seen the the Avengers multiple times. Who's Hawkeye? 
Actually, I would argue Lieutenant Dan is a bigger character in Forrest Gump than Hawkeye is in the Avengers. It would be like saying, who's Nick Fury? You know what? The first time I probably watched the Avengers, I was probably like, Hawkeye. Sorry, which one is that again? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's be honest. He's Jeremy Renner, Academy Award nominee. Okay. Yep. Very, that, very all hot. right, we need to move on from this because I'm so I'm so broken by it. No, I've seen it multiple times. I don't know who Lieutenant Dan is. I uh, it's it's a good movie, but like I don't remember it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in like fucking twelve years. Like I only have so much hard drive space. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> is he the guy who flies like a hawk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's actually it's it's Anthony um oh Anthony Mackie is Hawkeye. I quit the play. <laughs> we all know that Anthony Mackie is Captain Motherfucking America. Okay? Yeah, we do. Uh, Memory of Light, chapter 43, chapter A 43. Field of Grass. I... <laughs> Fabamu says, ask if she knows who Forrest Gump is. I, obviously. You didn't know Lieutenant Dan. Nothing is obvious oh at this point. Oh my God. All right. Okay. You only remember Jenny because her tits are in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Oh my god, Jesus Christ, I can't... No, I've seen it multiple I, times. I I don't know. I'm bad with names. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. If you showed me his face, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Logain is at the field of Marilar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Looking for his stick. Just yeah. a man and his just stick. Just a man, just a man and his scepter. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Bless you. You're giving that away for free. For free. Should I show my feet? Um, And uh, people are like, yo, uh, Lailwind shows up. You know what I just realized? What? What happens to fucking um, ship captain? Is he mentioned in the end of this book at all? Nope. Like, Lailwind is here, but where is Bail Doman? No, he like, he's like, he is like offhand, I think, mentioned in this section is like a guy with her. Like that. That's it. That she. That that is it. That is ship captain's Guys, whole thing. <laughs> ship captain's one of the best characters in the series. We all know it to be true. Apparently, he's in season two. Haven't watched it yet. Because uh, I'm on strike. Hey, AMPT, give us a deal so that I can compliment your shows. Yeah. Because right now, I just want to talk shit about you as people. Uh, mm -hmm. Gary Bezos. Get your shit together. Figure Gary. your shit out. Gary Bezos. Yeah. Head Iger, you <laughs> motherfucker. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, yeah, Bale Doman is not really that important at the end of this series. I know, uh, I just was kind of hoping that he would, like, ride a, like, boat through a portal and crash through and, like, <laughs> be a ship captain once more. Right, right, right. Um, so, uh, wh where were we? Uh, oh, Loghain, yeah, he's doing stuff. And, uh, you must deliver the seals to the White Tower. Uh, and, uh, the sign is coming of light. She says it will be known when it arrives. Which is still confusing because her death was a big beam of light. And I, I wish that that wasn't so weird to me, but it's fine. Um, yes, the next next light. Next the ne light. The You're next turning light. at the next light, not the ne this light, the yeah, next yeah, yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like when you're trying to read directions to me, and you're like, turn at the red light. And I'm like, this light? And you're like, yeah, it was that one. It and I'm like, what? <laughs> we, we drove through it. Oopsie. Zetterog, take that super so chat. Super duper chat. Started a bit late, but so glad and sad y'all have gotten through the books now. It's emotional. It is. It is certainly emotional. It is definitely emotional. I'm like, I still, I'm like in shock. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like I can't, I can't. Believe
believe it. Uh, and yet here we are. And yet here we are talking about it. And like, you can't spoil me anymore. Except for yeah. like one thing that I know that Clarice doesn't know. From the Brandon Sanderson thing. I got spoiled by a tweet. Because I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about spoilers. Uh, oh. And I should have. Because we haven't watched the Brandon Sanderson 10-year live stream yet. Which we're going to do for next week. Uh, we're also going to read... Apparently there's two cut chapters. We're going to read those for next week. Um, gotcha, yeah. But uh, the... Um, I, I was spoiled on something um, regarding Landfear that Clarice doesn't know. So that's Love that for me. We'll um, talk about it next week. We're, it doesn't It doesn't really factor in this week. So we're only talking about the books, but all the extraneous stuff we'll do next time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. Sounds good. Um, so then uh, Andrel arrives and is like, fucking dude. The, the Trollocs, Trollocs are attacking dude. the refugees. Yeah, they're just killing a bunch of mm. innocent people. We need to we need to do something about it. And yeah. Tame is like... Logan. Fuck <laughs> me. Sideways. Uh, Why am I so dyslexic? Uh, my brain just can't process. Like, they, they, the problem is they rhyme, and so in my head they're the same word. Oh, yeah, yeah, And that's insane. But that's what it is. They, they, because they rhyme, it fucks me up. No, that's fair. Matt is riding with the heroes of the horn. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess because I'm a horn blower. Uh, giggity. And he's I like, yo. a special spot. Well, but he's also like, hey, um... Am I like a hero of the horn? <laughs> and Archer Hawkwing is like, uh, no, you you could be. Uh, I don't know why. Archer Hawkwing does not tell him that. Hend does. Oh, I don't know who that a is. A character we've never heard of before. Never who, I just assumed it was Archer Hawkwing. No, I wrote it down because I was like, his name is his name is like Hand with an E. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but he's like, no, you're not. But you've done enough to earn a spot with us. But we know you do not want to be here. <laughs> Well, no, he's like, I don't know why you are not chosen. And Matt's like, because I don't want to fucking listen to that instrument. I don't want to have to be told what to do. Nobody tells Matt from Cawthon what to do. I I think that Matt is always alive at these moments. Because he has memories oh. of all of the battles. So Matt isn't a hero of the horn because he's never blown in from Teleranriad. Matt is always alive at these moments. He's always moments. alive, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he has the memories of all the fights, right? Right. Um, Interesting. I like that. That's yeah. actually very fun. And so uh, the army, the, the Sanchen army is fighting. It's like working out. The Sharans leave. They're like, fuck this shit. We're going yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. Oh, wait. No, this is what? because Mogidian got like half. Like she's alive, but she did get. Blown up. So their, yeah. their command structure is just gone. Yeah, no, no. They're right, getting right, right. the fuck out of there. I should have reread some of this because a week later I'm like, why? Oh, you're right, right. McGinnian leaves. Uh, and then Elaine um, and the Sanchen attack the Trollocs from their... But they boop the Trollocs they from either them. side. Uh, and then the river does uh, the fucking... Splits the Trollocs in half as it crashes through. And um, Matt is like, hey, I got to go see Rand. Pretty much, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm feeling that, like, pull... That little, like, the, the tug, you know? The tug, tug. Feeling that. Yeah, Rand tugs uh, Matt from God's space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the weirdest hand job he's ever received. Yeah, yeah. And then he's the, like, hey. There's also, there's, a, there's an element of this where, like, if you were hoping that all of the countries were going to be left off in an equal footing after the last battle so none of them could take over each other. Nope. The Sanchin don't fight. They send in their pets. Yeah, yeah, they send in all their animals. Like, none so of the Sanchen actually do any of the fighting. There's a lot of, like, the Sanchen are good, the honestly. The Sanchen are, the Sanchen are fine. They barely took any losses. Yeah. The world is fucked after the last yeah. battle because the Sanchen are a hundred, the Sanchen They're lost Gucci. nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, Matt's like, hey, Hawking, uh, you, could you uh, go chat with um, Tuang? 
wouldn't you would love to have a conversation with me? Yeah, and you know what doesn't happen? We don't that, get that conversation. We don't get to see that. It's like teasing like the coolest fucking idea possible. I know. And then not following through on it at all. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Very, like very, Brandon very, Sanderson. Very disappointing. I call cowardice. Write that fucking scene. Yeah, honestly, though. You have a chance to say something about the Sanchen, and you don't. And, like, I just... Well, I don't know, because here's the thing. Hawkwing, like, hated the Aes Sedai and probably would have been, like, totally cool with the collars. But Hawkwing has had time in Teleron Riyadh to... Like, that was that spinning out of Hawkwing. You don't know that that's how he feels after 2,000 years of Teleron Riyadh time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Fudgy Vamp says, I do repeat, I wonder if Matt sabotaged everyone besides the Sanchen. It doesn't not feel that way. Because yeah. they have a whole army that just doesn't get used because they come in too late and they don't need to do anything. Yeah. There's so little left for them to fight that they're like, no, 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 let the let the puppies handle it. We're not, we're not going to fight that ourselves. <laughs> and the weird ostriches. Yeah. Um, they're just going to go in and uh, grab everybody. Uh, Rand... We get some more of the fight between Rand and the Dark One where Rand is now speaking in all caps because Rand has become God. Yes. Uh, and Rand, Rand is ascended. like, you can't win because you can't inspire people. Nobody will die for you. Which is maybe true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the Dark One wants his servants to all be incredibly selfish people. And so it stands to reason that none of them would do an unselfish thing and sacrifice themselves for something they believe in, like the Dark One or whatever it is. Yeah, but I don't buy it. I think that, like, really? statistically, okay. there would be enough people who are inspired by evil. Yeah, but the the literal, like, commonality between them all is that they are selfish. The one thing that they have in common. Yeah, but I think that that is a... I, and, and I think that we're, as we get through the Dark One Rand stuff... Mm-hmm. Uh, one second. Uh, more says Prinmon. Thank you so much for the chat. Thank you so much for They're the inside of a plane about to take off. Would love to oh. watch us live. Been here since season one. Can't believe you've reached the end. I'll be here next oh week, though. Oh, my God. Thank you. Have a very safe flight. Thank get you. Get wherever you're going safe. safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh I think that um, this is where the breakdown, in my opinion, starts in what the book is trying to say about the Dark One being evil mm-hmm. and the realities of evil. Where the the book wants evil to be describable in a very tidy way. Mm. And I think that, like, that is a detriment to the battle between Rand and the Dark One. Because it the the this book just sort of simplifies the Dark One down to a few basic ideas. And it, evil is so much more complicated than that. Mm. And I, I think that the book... I, I don't think enough is done at the end here to talk about the how complicated evil is. Yeah, yeah, we'll get... To, and it yeah. just, it gets a little yeah. bit simple... So yeah. that it can just wrap up with a clean little bow. Um, yeah. And I, I, I wish it didn't. Yeah. Like, I, I actually think the ending of this is too simple. And um, we'll, we'll get into that, especially once we get into the epilogue. Yeah. Uh, and into some final ideas. Are you, Is it pee time? Yep. Everyone, it's our favorite segment. It's Claris pees on stream. I mean, off, but not on, during the stream, not on stream. I fucked that up. Um, but yeah, uh, Rand is like, you can't inspire people, but I can. Uh, we cut to Avienda. Uh, Avienda is, uh, trying to weave a gateway. She wants to escape Hasalem. Uh, and, uh, Hasalem is trying to, like, shield her. And Avienda manages to tie off the gateway, just in case, like, Amis sees it and can come help her. Uh, and, uh, they, Hasalem, like, wraps up her in air, but they're both pretty weak. 
Um, and uh, she tries to pull out her knife, but she's too weak to hold on to it. Our girl, Avienda. The midstream stream! I love the midstream stream. That's very funny. It's a midstream stream! Are we... Is she coming back? I think she's coming back now. I don't... I, all right, we'll just move on without her. It's fine. Uh, chapter 44, uh, Two Craftsmen. Perrin, y'all, Perrin wakes up. He's like, what did I miss? This, oh my God, this would be the what did I miss from Hamilton. What did I miss? Head first into a Telerion abyss. Head first into the abyss. Uh, and he's like, hey, what's up, Chad? And Chad's like, yo, is, um, y'all okay? And Perrin's like, I'm gonna I'm go see, I don't know. Uh, and Aes Sedai takes away his pain. Uh, and is like, yo, that's dangerous. And Perrin's like, yo, I know. It's gonna be fine. Um, and, uh, yeah. We're in, um, we're in Berlain's place. Perrin oh, yes. has finally woken up to join the last battle after it's already over. Oh, wakey, wakey. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, Perrin questions Masuri on why she was meeting with Masima. And she's yeah. like, I was gonna use him. And Perrin's like, okay, that's fine. Can you give me the strength to go get Gaul back? Because I left him. <laughs> There's so many, like, random little threads that are just kind of left to the wind. But this one, this this one, we we at least get an answer for. I love that we get an answer for this. And the <laughs> fact that Fayil killed Masima never comes up again. Nope. Kyle Franson, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so much. Finally at the ultimate chapter episode. The ultimate. I feel like we've been through more than a year of edging and we've reached the climax. I need a smoke and a cuddle. Yeah, I mean, that that sounds about right. All right, yeah. you enjoy that. You enjoy <laughs> that smoke and a cuddle. Um, I'm allergic to cigarettes, so uh, I will I will be cuddling in a different bed. I'm so <laughs> no, sorry, Kyle. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll have some cuddles. It'll be good. It'll be good. And so he goes back to the wolf dream in the flesh, and he begins to hunt. In the flesh. Uh, Tom is... Uh, he's writing. Yeah, Tom is writing a novel. Uh, someone... No, he's writing a song. He's writing a novel at this or point. Or a poem. I don't know. Here's the thing. Loyal writes the book. That's fair. That's fair. So Tom's got to be writing something else, right? You can't have the same beat twice. Um, And so uh, he sees someone, Cat Swain, walking up. And she's like, hey, Tom. And he's like, hey, Cat Swain. How you doing? And then she walks by him and then he throws a knife in her back. Shoves a knife in her back. And drags her body into the pile of corpses. And that was Cat uh, Swain. She's, she's done. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was hilarious. <laughs> But also, I was like, they're not trying any other tactics, huh? Because any no. of them could just wipe out Tom immediately. Yeah. Like, Tom isn't really a guard against Aes Sedai. No, he no. He can't like, do anything to someone who can channel. Yeah, they could have just killed Tom and then walked in. But they're like, oh, hey. But they're like, I'm I'm, I'm just going to go check on Rand real quick. And Tom's yeah. like, yeah, sure you are. Unless maybe Tom gets one of the If it was like two of them... I would have been like, this is great. Tom's awesome. But the fact that it's six, I'm like, these people are fucking idiots. Like, he's not it's even five, okay. inside. The, people should have looked up and seen this happen. Well, no, Cat Swain, like, nods to him before walking in. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. No, it's no, I, but I'm like saying, like, he's hiding. Again, like, if it had been two people, if he uh -huh. killed two, I said I this way, I'd have been like, that's really crazy. That's mm -hmm. great. The fact that it's, like, five or six, I'm like, what? What magic ability does Tom have? Guys, Tom Tom is goat. P 
Pete Stefan, thank you for that super chat. Catching up on Hardy. Congrats to you both finishing this. Thank you. You brought great insight, praise, and criticism, which gave me a new perspective on Wheel of Time. Now you can dive into the community fully. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to dive into all of you. Well, it's so funny. Oh, wow. Oh, my. That was, uh... I will be hosting the Orgy Room at JordanCon 2024. Jesus Christ. Bring condoms, lube, and... Accoutrement from MistyMountainGaming.com. <laughs> Misty Mountain Gaming is the best place to get your tabletop RPG gaming accoutrement. Use code NerdyNightly15 for 15% off your order at MistyMountainGaming.com. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to bring your forbidden candy. Roll for hot. To the orgy. Uh, what was that, Clarence? It said roll for hot. No, before I made a joke. Uh, oh, I was going to say I like realized on Twitter now that like, well, not 100%, but when it's like Wheel of Time spoilers, I no. don't get so like, um, I, I, you know, I try and be careful of uh, the show stuff. I don't, I don't want to be spoiled on that. But the like conversations around like the series that are spoiler tagged, I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry about this now. Yeah. Ooh, Nicholas Cardillo says killing a warder lets them know someone is at the entrance. Does anyone know that Tom is Maureen? Does the shadow know that Tom is Maureen's warder though? Is that common knowledge? I didn't think anybody knew that. Uh, yeah, see, like, that's the only thing is the Tom, the, uh, yeah, it's just goofy. It's fine, and it makes Tom seem like a badass at the end, so it's fun. Yeah, he, like, It's just a, a little goofy. He gets a cool moment, yeah. and I'm glad he gets something because he gets nothing else. I just don't think the moment is less cool if it's two. Yeah. Like, killing two Aes Sedai is still really cool for Tom. Yeah. It, but And making it... <laughs> Super cool. Making it five or six is, like... That it's just like a parade of women walking by him, thinking that it's that that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, and I mean, not thinking that they the would have like a, a code days, or right? like a. Well, it depends. Well, I mean, it's over the course of. It depends on where you are in the world. Slept like five times. In some places, it's an hour, and in some places, it's seven days. So it's yeah. it's complicated. Yeah, and he's like trying to find the the words, the words. I do Exquisite. like though. That's I do like word. that. Uh, Tom is like I know. Exactly how Cat Swain walks. I have studied her walk. Yeah. Yeah, he lands on exquisite. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish he landed on sublime, because it would have been a perfect joke. Why? Because of Ken's sublime in the Barbie movie. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Look, it's one of my favorite things. If you're not on TikTok, go on TikTok and find the, like, bloopers. It's probably elsewhere. I just saw it on TikTok. The bloopers, uh, or the outtakes of that, where he tries different things. Um, oh, and incredible. just watching them all lose it um, when he like goes <laughs> around the corner bloopers. and is like, her milkshake brings my bo- this boy to the yard. And then everyone on set just dies. It's great. Fantastic. Ryan Gosling, uh, you're a Canadian treasure. Truly. Uh, and I am, I'm honored to be from the same country as you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kevin L. Stevenson, thank you for that super Kevin, chat. thank you. Uh, Late for book club, watching from beginning at two times speed. Welcome. To catch up. I've enjoyed the ride of the book club. Me as well. Yeah, it, it has been a ride. I love that uh, Cat Swain has a tell. Cat Swain does have a tell. Maybe this is where they got that from. Oh, my God. Nynaeve just knows how she walks. He should have picked penultimate. Yeah, you're right, because it feels like there should be another book after this. Um, boom. <laughs> boom. Boom, boom. Next chapter, Tendrils of Mist. Yeah, this is chapter 45, y'all. We're actually, like, cruising through. We're doing the dang thing today. Yeah, because it's... No five-hour book club. Well, no, I think we're going to talk about, like, the actual, like, overarching themes at the end. So we're kind of banging out the mm, events first. Yes, the themes. First. The themes. All, all yes. the themes. All the themes. Uh, Matt is go- with is at Shale Ghoul uh, after Grady's like, all right, um... Or no, no, sorry. He's not Matt there is like, yet. Grady, can you take me there? And Grady's like, I can get like, you like no. a day away. 
And Matt's like, all right, I got I got a way to make that all a little right, bit faster. Bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fane! What? He's back! Fane is now really? Shysom because the dude needs another fucking name. Yeah, why not? Ordeath, Mordeath, uh, Ordeath, Mordeath. I love that Shysom is so close to Shaitan. Like, yeah, and he's like, my, my good friend. My buddy. My, my brother. Buddy pal, my brother guy, in arms. Chief, um, bro. Can we name all of his names? So he's Pen Fane. Yeah. Mordeath, Ordeath. Which, like, fucking Ordeath. What a dumb, like. <laughs> no, my, how did nobody figure that out? name. Well, I don't think anyone who knows who. Mordeth is, Aleda, so it doesn't matter, but it's Aleda funny. knows who Mordeth is. Why? Because the I said I know shit. She's the fuck, or not Aleda. Um, uh, who was the fucking um? Yeah, Aleda, right? Because Paddenfane goes to Aleda at some point. Oh no, wait, but he doesn't use. No, he's he's Ordeth at that point. Yeah. Or no, was, no, no. Wait, was that he's Swan? at the camp. He's at the camp. Yeah, no, he's at he's in. Remember when he was oh in God. the White Tower? Yeah. In the Emerlin, and that like kind of didn't go anywhere. Nothing happened there. Because there, it, it, like the implication is that he's the one that set up the fall of the White Tower, but it wasn't. It was actually, yeah, Mas- or um, oh my god, what's her name? What? Masana. Oh, Masana. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, light-blinded fool. Thank you for that super chat. Thank you so Have much. To head out oh my soon. gosh. Ob's watching back later, obviously. Hell uh, yeah. Just want to say the ending works better for me on each reread, and the best part of the books is this amazing world we get to talk about with the statistically best fandom. I love that. It's canonically the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canonically. Until this book club is talking about another fandom, and then they will be the canonically best fandom. Mm, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, light-blinded fool. Thank you for that super chat. Yeah, f- f- Fane is already f- when he meets Elena in book five. What? What was that? Weird. It's one of those Wheel of Time things where you're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got many names, basically. I'm sure that was supposed to go somewhere, but then they decided that it was Masana. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those, like, well, it can't be both. Like, It's a hat on a hat. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It is... So, um... It is weird that... Yeah, uh, Fudgy Vamp says, Elena couldn't sense Fane's evil, which is just weird. But, like, yeah, yeah. even Moraine is, like, that dude is fucked up. I think that it's because Masana is hiding her evil from Aleda. And so Aleda's, like, being manipulated by the by the dark side already. And so... So she just she Because the novice on duty can. Yeah, so I think that, like, she's cut off from being able to sense that somehow. Mm. I think that that's um, Alviarin and, like, the dark side fucking with her. And so she's not able to sense that Ordeath is evil. Yeah. Remember when we were like, oh, best villain, Patton Fane? Well, there was a time when he was interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The books just forgot about him and then did nothing. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll then, get there, yeah, but like, this this sucked. Um, the, Like, the there, these two chapters exist to wipe him off of the board unceremoniously because the books don't know what to do with him. They don't really know what his point is. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so now he's Shaisam and he's like a floating cloud of mist that controls Trollocs and Tendrils and whatever. And uh, he is like becoming, um, what is the, what, Mashadar? He's becoming Mashadar again. Yeah, he like wants to find a, a, a place to like bury himself into the stone for a few years to become harder to kill. And so I was excited because I was like, oh, Perrin is going to do something to wipe him out. 
because this book multiple times points out that he's like the, this book goes out of its way to be like, hey, Perrin, you know how you think Trollocs killed your parents? Nope. It was Pat and Fane. Yep. And it's so weird now in hindsight because they don't even interact. That why, why did the book retcon that here? Like it just it is so unimportant to the end of this book that they retcon that that I was like, why bring it up? Yeah, yeah. Like, multiple times. Just, and in the yeah, most awkward don't. way, where he's like, hey, I know we're about to fight together, but I was there when your parents died. Yeah. But yeah, like, that was Fane. I thought it was setting up that Perrin and Fane were going to have an well, interaction. then Perrin tells Master Luhan as well. <laughs> like, and so it's like, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's like, I'm going to go to... Pat and Fane is like, I'm going to go eat Randall Thor. Um, which is very kinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, Althor's soul. Mm, tasty. Uh, and so we get uh, Gaul. Um, and Gaul is trying to kill Slayer by sneaking up on him. But Slayer's like, nah, bitch. This is my this is my dream world. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of wolves arrive. And they start to fight. And they start to fight like rock decoys. And like, it. it this is really cool. I, I honestly think like the way in which the writing of the fight between the wolves and Slayer here and throughout kind of all of these fights going back to the Hopper death. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's been a lot of really creative writing in terms of the combat of this and it's handled really well. Uh, and yeah. this is another moment. We get we get an insight into Slayer's strategy here, yeah. right? Like he's not just showing up to like pew pew. Um, he's, he's being very deliberate in what yeah. he does. Uh, we also learned that Slayer wanted to... Um, Slayer wanted to channel, and that's how he fell to the dark, was that he was hoping the Dark One could teach him how to channel, and he couldn't, uh, but he gave him something better uh, that I would argue is a fucking nightmare to share my body with another person uh, and never have relationships with anyone again and just be, like, powerful for no reason. But that's fine. That's me. Uh, I like people and being around them. Yeah. Arzu, thank you for 10 gifted members. Arzu, thank you so much. So many nargs. So many nargs, so much green. Guys, yeah. green chat. Let's go. Yeah. Um, thank you. So uh, he, uh, Perrin shows up uh, and Perrin and him fight and Perrin, um, his eyes glow because now he's like full wolf brother uh, and Gowl runs away. He's yeah. like, you know what? This is not made for me. Also, apparently there's a prophecy that Luke will be important to the last battle, and he isn't. I don't really understand what that meant. That was weird, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, okay. Not important. I didn't really... I, I Maybe I didn't get it. He just kind of dies there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we missed it, but I was like, oh, the didn't matter. I'm not... You can't literally can't spoil me. What did I miss in this, like, Luke will be important to the last battle thing? Because it didn't seem like he was, and I don't get it. But yeah. that's fine. Like, yeah, not at all. We cut over to Matt. Uh, Matt uh, Oliver and uh, Sulon yeah. is the name of the Sunshin. They're flying. Uh, they're on a Tarakin. The, the, the Rockin, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they're riding over Thakandar, mm -hmm. and they uh, hop down, and he's like, oh, Mashadar's there. And well, no, to be fair, they crash. Well, no, they see Mashadar first. Oh, you said they hop down. I don't, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, they're looking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, th I think I had Hopper in my like, head. Oh, so uh, Mashadar's um, there. Mist. It's Misty. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then Sulon takes, takes an arrow. And so Matt's like, I need to learn how to fly a Tarakin now. Yeah. Uh, and he, he crashes him well. 
yeah, it could have been worse for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. He crashes him well. Uh, although Olver is like, hey, um, uh, next time I, I will, I will do the flying because you're not great at it. <laughs> Which was very funny. Over. And Oliver so blows the Horn of Valyr again. Mm -hmm. Didn't realize you could blow it twice in one day. I thought it had like a recharge. Um, I thought it needed a long rest. Um, but apparently... Not a lot of people can go twice in one day, you know? What? <laughs> you didn't like Chapter that 46, didn't like To it. Awaken. I can go many times in one day. <laughs> and you know it. Um... You, just, you, you know, you said you, apparently you can blow two times in one day. I just, like, I'm trying to keep this show monetized, and you are just driving us off a of Far from monetized. Far from it. This is not suitable for advertisers except for Misty Mountain Gaming. MistyMountainGaming.com. If you want to bring dice to an orgy, go to MistyMountainGaming.com. Sure. Use code NerdyNightly15 for 15% off. God damn it. I mean, considering the shit we talked about in the relay and that was sponsored by them i don't think they'll mind i don't think so yeah they're they're, they're chill people i think we're good yeah uh chapter 46 to awaken uh we we got we got rent we got rent he uh he like breaks free of the like mind battle and uh starts uh duking it out with morden who throws a knife at alana yeah they start fighting again but luckily nynaeve gave alana some herbs to give her strength which wick her ups to allow the bond to release uh so rand doesn't get fucked by it What happens? So Alana dies. She gets kind of a not a heroic moment, but like a final moment. How do you feel about uh in 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 the world of Alana? How about know. Alana? She's kind of useless. I yeah. I I don't know how I feel about her. It's a weird one. Where like I guess this character dies. I said nobody dies past this point, but Alana does. Oh yeah, that's true. We did Ruark. say that, and we have been wrong several times. So really, no, just we're Alana gonna and Ruark, we're gonna but... take that back. That's 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 our bad. Um, I guess my question about this is, Alana, here, yeah, is 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 a device. Yeah. And Cat Swain uses her as a device. Yeah. She's she's really more of a object than she's a character. Yeah, remember the whole sexy lamp thing? Yeah, how how I, I feel a little conflicted about it because she's used to do something as, as like narratively, she's used to do something so awful to Rand. Yeah. Um and inflict such a like trauma on him and then it's never given any like like there's the the the, the purpose of it is just to traumatize Rand and it, it doesn't seem to come from her character very much because after that point she just isn't really much of a person. The only thing that she is used for, and literally used, yeah. is to, like, follow Rand when he's in the box, right? Yeah. Then that's And Ted Swain uses it to follow him to formatting. Okay, yeah, But, I but guess. again, like, she's used as, like a, she's, like, a, like, a tracking hound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is a dog that the series uses to follow the main character around. And I, I think that, like, it's for this moment, but I, I wish, I don't know, I, I just wish that, like, I wish that more was done with her and that she wasn't just, like, dropped, like, forgotten about until they needed to, like, find Rand again. Well, and she 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 can clearly give up the bond whenever she wants and, like, hasn't done that yet. Like, she, like Alana at any point in this series, mm -hmm. any point could have been like, oh, you know what? What I did um, kind of sucked. Mm -hmm. Like it, uh, it, it kind of, kind of was uh, super shitty. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll let it go. I'll take it back. 
Because it's weird. Yeah, and I, I wish that it came from that. She has no redemption except in the final moments of her life, and it's because it's for, like, a greater good, not because she, like, feels bad about what she did. Yeah, I, I just, I think that it, it, it literally is just, like, she could have been a Pokeball. You know what I mean? Like, she could have just been a, a, a sexy life. She could have been an Apple AirTag. And I don't know. I, I don't... She's a sexy Apple AirTag. It, 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 it is interesting the way it comes up. And I think that it is, like, a clever trick on Warden's part. Um, sure, yeah. But uh, the fact that she didn't release the bond so much earlier is what leads to this. Yeah, and that like is her, like, being... Kind of a shitty character. The worst. Yeah. yeah. Like, Alana just kind of sucks. But and, also, like, it's okay. so weird that they get to this place because how the fuck does Rand not know that she's in danger through the bond? And, like, that is such a strange element of this whole thing to me is that Rand also forgets about her, but they, he literally can't. Like, she's in his head. So, like, how did she get kidnapped and Rand not know? And because it never That's comes up that Rand is like, I'm worried there. about Alana. He, yeah, he would, like, know where she is at all times with the bond. And so, yeah, it is weird that he doesn't realize that she gets, like, I guess, like, drugged, kidnapped, and almost killed. But how does he walk into Shia Ghoul and not be like, oh, hey, Alana's over there. Because yeah. I can fucking feel her. She's, She's in the room. inside like, the fucking boar. It's, it's also, it's another thing that's, like, weirdly convenient, and it doesn't work within how the powers... Yeah, yeah, they, they they literally forget about Alana until she's there to, like, be, like, useful yeah. at the end. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, His bonder has been dulled, but, yeah, but maybe it's dulled, but she's right. She's five feet away from but him. It, it's it not like she's, like... It hasn't been dulled. But even after... He feels he, them all as a bundle in the back of his head. And equally. even as a trio, yeah, even after the trio, they still use Alana to find him, right? And so, I don't know. yeah. Like, he may not feel, I guess, her emotions, but you would think her dying would be pretty strong. Like, I know he can dampen it, but like... But she's so ill. She's literally dying. doesn't make it go away. And she's so close. It, yeah, it's just weird. It, it, it's it's all just kind of like the way that it needs to happen. Yeah. In a way that I'm like, sure, okay, fine. Like, yeah. You can... You can kind of... You have to just kind of accept it. Because it doesn't really work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Light Blind and Fool, welcome back to the nerd table. Um, now that you can't be spoiled, you will have all of the fandom to experience. Sassy Wheel, Malkir Talks, Unraveling the Pattern. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, lesbian be... Nerdy. There's some lesbian Nerdy videos I've been wanting to watch yeah. that I haven't. Yeah. Gonna be a lot, lot of wheel of time. Nicholas Cardillo. Um, welcome back. Ran asked, him to free, asked her to free him after the other three bond him, but she was stubborn and said he was hers. So karma, and she also she was blocked, so Rand couldn't feel her. Uh, yeah, but like the, the, there's no, it's not blocked, right? It's muted. It's dull. Yeah, if, if and, like, Rand that could dull... just block the bond, then it wouldn't matter. Like, no, like none of it would would really matter. It it just it, it it works the way that it needs to in this moment. Um. It, it just it, it like the the bond the bond has gotten a little bit wishy washy in terms of how it works. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fine. It's just, it, it, this was, like, such an important moment. Um, and I, I just, I wish we'd gotten more with Alana, honestly. Like, I wish that, it, yeah. I wish we'd, like... She's such a nothing character. She disappears for so long, only to be so important at the end, for such a, like, non-human reason. Yeah. And it's fine. It's just, it's just not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so we get, um, uh, this does lead Rand to, uh, uh, raise Kalendor to strike out at Morden. But Morden stabs himself in the hand, which hurts Rand because they're connected, which isn't explored. No. 
the why they're connected never they're, they're like there's never a reason given for that yeah right yeah i really expected that to be explained in the end here and it just kind of isn't they're just connected yep and it comes all the way to the end where they switch bodies and you're like but why and there no reason there's literally like it the, the books don't even like give a like bullshit reason it is just not explained it just it, it just exists yeah yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't really get it. Like, yeah, like, obviously Wait, they're, they're connected. It's because they crossed the Balefire stream, so now their bodies are connected? Why? What? That's not what Balefire does. Balefire doesn't affect the person casting it. I, okay. Sure, I, yeah, I guess it's because they cross streams and if not because of the sky battle stabbing. I don't know. That's fine. If you say fine. so, I guess. That, yeah, it, it, it doesn't explain how they, like, switch bodies at the end at all, but, like, it's fine. Yeah, like, we're, we guess that they're connected because they're very clearly connected, like, with Ran showing up in his dreams. And, I forgot like, about this crossing streams, but, yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I. It makes perfect sense. It, it does not make perfect sense. Well, no, because we... Uh, that... Didn't you see Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's I guess it's because they crossed the streams. I just don't yeah. understand why Balefire doesn't affect the person casting it uh, in any other instance. Except when a Balefire touches a Balefire. Like, but also, like, like we've how... never seen the Weave have a connection directly to the person casting how it. Are, how, are, how are in all of these fightings... With the people casting Balefire at each other, that how are the Dark Ones armies not crossing streams constantly in the last battle? They're just shooting Balefire randomly. Yeah, and none of them cross, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, okay, that's fair. I, I guess it I guess it kind of works. I mean, it just we doesn't get, really... definitely got that they had a connection. But, like, genuinely, like, I didn't realize it was just because Balefire. Like, the Balefire, honestly, that doesn't really make any sense to me. I I figured that maybe they had a connection from, like, the Age of Legends. Uh, like, because they, like, fought so many wait. times. Or they were part of the same person. Or, the, like, a similar soul that was, like, ripped apart. Like, I don't... So then when Masana... Or no, when Semiraj destroyed Rand's hand... Did... Moradin didn't lose a hand, though. Maybe he felt it. I guess. There's a lot of shit that's happened to Rand that I guess has also happened to I just, I just wish that we, like, there was something else in this series where a weave affected the person casting it. No, because Balefire's different. That's the whole, it's, it is different. Yeah, but we've, we've yeah, still never seen Balefire affect the person who casts it. Like, look, if Balefire had been set up as a weave... Right. Mm -hmm. If if Belfire had been set up as a weave that takes something from the person creating it or casting it, or is connected to them in a different way, no, because be it like, does okay. twist the pattern. Like it, it like burns at the pattern, right? And so it like if you if you take two pieces of thread and you burn them together, you can like that's how you like create eyelets, right? You burn the threads together. So I and, like the eyelets bale, are the circles. The, the sorry the, the t it's, if you if you if you lose the plastic bit at the end of your shoelace this actually doesn't make sense if you lose the plastic bit at the end of your shoelace and you take a lighter to it you burn those threads together so balefire by crossing the streams those threads are now burned together but that means that Morden also can't die like uh, either right either either they're connected and this is going to get not. into this <laughs> is going to get into my epilogue theory yeah okay so 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 this makes sense let's say that this makes sense it doesn't really obviously because it's magic it, but within this world let's say it makes sense 
the the idea is that by bale fire crossing the stream, the threads are now like the threads of the pattern are now fused together. But the problem is bale fire goes back in time so they wouldn't have touched. Right, right. It burns like so like say the thread is this long. Uh-huh. It burns this much. And then the, where the thread is burned back to, it's now connected to each other. It's now, like, fused. And so their threads are fused in the pattern. But the middle bit wouldn't exist anymore. Yes, it would. The, where, the, where, where, it, where it burns back to, it would still connect. If you have two threads, yes. and they hit one another and they burn, okay, then they would fuse together. But the problem is they burn by going back in time, which means, like, this segment at the end of each doesn't exist, so they're not touching. Okay, you're thinking way too literally, and you need to think a little bit more metaphorically. Because that, okay, if, if we're going to go that far, uh-huh. nothing in Wheel of Time can happen because magic doesn't exist. Like, that, if we're going to go as literal as you just went, then, then, ev- then, you, need like to, you're then you need to stop <laughs> reading fantasy because no magic can exist. Don't tell me what to do. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that this does make sense. So do you think then Morden is the dark one? No. In the same way that Rand isn't the creator. But he is the creator. No, because Nakomi's the creator and Shadar, um, Sh- Shadar Haran was the dark one. No. Yes. They are they are like the next in line. They're Rand is Jesus, right? And Nakomi is God. And um the Well, but that doesn't work because then Morden would be Lucifer. It doesn't it, you can't really use Christian ideology here. I'm um, not using I just mean in terms of like this world, the creator and the dark one. If they're connected in that way, mm-hmm. then the creator and the dark one are intrinsically connected like because of how the world functions. So then Morden would have become the dark one and Rand would be the creator because he can just magic whatever he needs. Ken the Ashaman says, Casting Balefire tears the soul apart. That's how Rand made Morden into a horcrux. So Rand can only die if Morden gets thrown into Mount Doom. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay, okay. In- interesting, interesting. I, okay, um, okay. I will say it's it fine. It works. I wish that this was clearer because it is so important to how the book ends. Yeah. That I wish that this was this was a little bit less. Eh, figure it out for yourself. Sure. Okay. You know what I mean. I wish that this was clear because it is the only resolution we get into the whole series is this mm-hmm. element of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is resolved. Everything else is up for grabs. Right. There is literally no resolution after the climax of this book, except this thing. And you kind of have to guess at how this works because it isn't, it doesn't really make sense on its own. Yeah. And so I wish that this was clearer because it's the only fucking thing that we get at the end of the book. Right. Right. Everything else is like, ah, it's your own headcanon. And so I I, I just wish that this was clear because it's the only thing that they discuss in the epilogue. Yeah. Except who's alive. Yeah. Okay. And so I, 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 I think that Chad has convinced me. I'm on board with the Balefire kind of making sense. I disagree that it's true power, one power. It doesn't matter. That does that shouldn't matter here. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's. It, 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 Balefire is Balefire. And if it's going to be that, the, if it's because Balefire burns at the pattern and they're, they get intertwined afterwards, that's fine. Um, but the, it being one power versus um, not a, a true power, like, that shouldn't matter in this case then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we cut over to Perrin. This leads to Wheel of Time level never-ending debate. Yeah, the problem is that, like, it can be anything, Colonel Sanders. And so the, the, the potentials. I wish this series drilled down a couple things. Yeah, a little more specific. It is, it is, it is truly a random, 
it, it, it is truly a, a shaky foundation underneath all of the, especially the end, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Creator and Dark One is yin and yang. Random Morden are the dots. That's my headcanon. I like that. The lucky. dots? Okay, that's fine. I like that. <laughs> uh, Perrin uh, is fighting Slayer, and uh, he is just full, he's fully let go. He's gone mm-hmm. full Wolf Brother. Let it go. Which is weird because this is not the chapter called Wolf Brother. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, he's watching um, the fighting going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Slayer like shifts into like the real world. Yeah. And Perrin follows, but Slayer doesn't know that he can like do that yet. Yeah. So they're like running through, and then Slayer looks back and is like, oh, fuck. And so he shifts back, and then Perrin is like, nah, 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 not today. This is where the real fucking hunt starts. And so they're like shifting in and out of like. Teleron Riyadh in the real world mm-hmm. and like be, like Perrin is like both himself and Wolf at the same time like it becomes like faster and faster it's like um uh Flicker Flicker which they do actually they do reference Flicker Flicker yeah, again in uh in this section of, of the book which was nice touch um but uh yeah the they they he he's able to to kill Slayer because Slayer is is so caught off guard yeah. and is on he he is on the defense and can't like he he can't turn it around and parent parent does not give him like a moment to breathe and get yeah. his bearings underneath of him parent is just like no 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 not today fucks him up and it's it's great, uh, it's, it's, great. it's a really cool final moment yeah. uh, but uh, is kind of ruined by the dark hounds breaking through the dragon sworn and so yeah. things are bad the dark hounds are very dangerous and so the Aiel what's what's left of the Aiel uh, who are supposed to be the cops of this world after this ends but they yeah. are. Fucked. There's like uh, seven of them left. They uh they go to the mouth of the pit of doom and uh they are aided by the the wolves that are brought into the real world by the horn of Valir. Yeah, the wolves are also heroes. How did you feel about this? I don't know how a wolf becomes a hero of the horn. Like I don't know what the wolf checklist is. I don't mind that. No, yeah. I don't have a problem with that because like yeah, you, a wolf can be a hero too. I like the sentiment of that. Yeah. Like, why, why haven't they come before? Like, what, what, I, I think my question about this moment was, like, why weren't there, like, other, if there, if there are animals who are tied to the horn. Yeah. Where were they every other time the horn has been blown? So they seem to be tied in a different way. Like, the wolves of the horn gathered at Shia Ghoul, and the wolves, not of the horn, all wolves on any plane of existence gathered at Shia Ghoul for the last hunt. And so I think mm-hmm. they just were not present when the horn was blown. Like, they don't get called like the people do to the banner. They have to be in their, like, dream world where they are when the horn is blown. Like, I that's that's what it seems so like. So whenever the horn of Valir is blown, do a bunch of ghost wolves just appear all over the planet randomly? Wherever they are at that moment, yeah. Probably. Or, like, do you have to be close enough to hear the horn blown in Teleran Riyadh, maybe? I, this was just one of those things that was like so cool but didn't but like was I was like oh this is such a cool moment that, that, that that's not how that works but sh- I guess it does now yeah yeah I don't know how I feel about that kind of thing I don't I I'm not a huge fan of rule of cool in a way that like in this way where it's like oh you know what would be really cool what if the what if the horn this time brought back wolves it never does that before yeah but like this time the wolves come back too because they're there and you're like okay yeah sure yeah 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 it's just different this time they they it, it's the last hunt so it's different for some reason 
And, and maybe that's, that's what it me. is. Maybe it's like the 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 it only works this time because the like wall between Teleran Riyadh and the real world is the, at its thinnest it's ever been. Yeah. And like may, maybe that is what it is. Um, but it feels, it feels like a like. And this, I think that I think that this book just has a lot of this, mm-hmm. and so I wouldn't mind this one if it wasn't following the fifteen other things in this book that happen in this book because. Just because. Just because. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that, like, for a book that is so... Meti- for a series that is so meticulous through so much of it about why things are happening and mm-hmm. where armies are and all of this stuff, I think at the end it just gets a little bit... It loses that. Like, yeah, it, doesn't, it loses the specificity. As much as I love The Last Battle, it doesn't feel like the Wheel of Time mm-hmm. and in, in the way that those kind of concepts are written. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's fun... And it becomes a tough game of, like, what do you buy into? And I really buy into, like, Andrel's use of the gateways because it, it harkens back to the way that power works in other parts of these books. Yeah. And I don't buy into as much the suddenness of, oh, and the wolves come back this time, too, because we need them or else we would all die. Yeah, because, and this also gets to the the banner, is that earlier earlier on... Archer Hawkwing's like, yeah, no, we 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 come under the the dragon's banner, right? And yeah. then Matt loses the banner, but they still show up anyways because Ulver's like, no, there are clouds in the sky or the banner, but they they make it seem like it's that specific banner. But I guess the oh, no, of the horn is, can show up under any banner of is the dragon anywhere where there is the yin and yang symbol. So they could just show up, like, if, if halfway across the world someone doesn't know what the symbol means and they just, like, fly a flag because they think that it's cool, does that yeah, mean they, they show Yeah, they will just show up. up. Yeah, Brigitte's like, what, what, where am I? Is yeah. this New York City? <laughs> the greatest city in the world. Yeah, um, yeah. It is a bit no, weird. No, I agree. Because here's the thing. Even if you're like, oh, well, no, the, the wolves are tied to Perrin because he's, you know, like, a wolf brother. Perrin was at Falma, so... That doesn't even really matter. It's it, it, it's tough because I, I want to be really honest, right? We've said in book club that we're going to be honest. And it's tough because at the end here, like, I want to be, I want I want to have, like, the best book club ever. You know, I just want to, like, sit here and be like, we did it. But, we did it. But I do want to be honest. And, like, I I really like a lot of this stuff. I think, yeah. like, the Andrel moment with the setting is so cool. I mm-hmm. think the, like, Talmain's shooting the cannons through the gateways. So cool. I think Avienda losing her legs and, like, continuing the fight. Like, that stuff is so good. Yeah. And it is it is actually the, like, epic stuff. The, like, oh, my God, look at this cool thing that happened that doesn't have a lot of justification that yeah, works yeah. less for me here. Um, because I really did feel... going. If you go back to, like, The Great Hunt, when I was like, oh, my God, the way... What I loved about the end of that book was, like, the way everyone got to that place. Mm-hmm. So specific. And the way that, like, Elaine runs into Min. It's so specific to this is why this world functions this way and how these characters end up in these places because of the way that they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And I was so enamored with that because it didn't feel convenient. And I, I really loved that at the beginning of the series. Yeah. And as the series went on, that tight threading of the pattern, I feel like got looser and looser and looser to now where it's it's just like there's some stuff here that's like really, really convenient. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it loses me. It loses me in the like... The people who survive who just don't need to and but do but then don't have any resolution on their characters so like why well, did you keep the be- them alive the beginning of this series felt so specific mm-hmm. and the end feels so unspecific yeah mm-hmm. like it does feel very different um and yeah. honestly like we're we're gonna get to it but i am i am disappointed 
Yeah, let, let, let's keep moving because I want to get to the epilogue. Yeah. Um, and I don't want this book cover to be five hours. Um, so Matt. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt's like, uh, oh, Perrin's like, hey, Darkhounds. And Matt's like, hey, uh, Fane is here. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, that's crazy. And Perrin is like, oh, I'm going to go kill Fane then because he killed my parents. No, you know, I, I got to go do something Never else. Never mind. Oh, and he's also like, oh, uh, Fayil had the horn. She good? And Matt's like, mm, I don't know. And Perrin's like, she could be alive, though. And he's like, yeah, of course. Maybe. Maybe. She's fine. Uh, Mashadar um, uh, stabs Matt with smoke. Yeah. Chapter 47. Matt uh, stabs Mashadar back. Matt is fine. Uh, no, no. We'll, we'll go through it in the right order. Uh, this sure, is called Watching yeah. the Flow Arrive. I, I, this, this was like an... Avienda is uh, trying to fight, um, and so she's trying to, like, unweave the gateway. Well, she puts up a gateway to hopefully, and it's like, Amis has got to see this, right? And yeah. come get me. Um, and nothing happens. Um, and so she's like, uh, there's nothing else I can do except, like, pick apart this weave. I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, and she knows that Grendel doesn't have enough power to get back either, right? Yeah. And so she's like, although They're the, the not best well. I can do is keep Grendel away from that fight, so I'm going to, like, take this gateway away. Yeah. And the gateway explodes. And you're like, oh, great, Avienda died Dead? killing Grendel. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a really huge moment. Yeah. No, she's fine. Um, yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, Fane is like, hmm, weird. One of my eyes went dark. Yeah. And uh, he sees a dead guy, and it's Matt, who's not dead, and then he stabs him, and... Matt's like, did you a- know... Did you know you that cannot if get your body, pox twice? If you, if you get a disease, your body develops antibodies, uh, which allows you to have a stronger immune system the next time you get bodies. In the future, we'll have these things called vaccines that do it for us. But for now, uh, I have I have Mashadar antibodies. Yeah. And then he stabs Fane, and Fane immediately dies. My white blood cells recognize you. <laughs> they fucking know you, okay? I just... I... So so when Matt was Fane removed is from in the dagger, was that his vaccine? That the, the the White Tower vaccinated Matt. Yeah, yeah. the White Tower. Va- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Matt uh, got Matt got vaccinated. Is but a, is but you know what? Matt didn't get his boosters, so mm. you know he can't work on a TV set because you have to be a, a bo- double boosted to yeah. work. But got to be double boosted. I like I them titties. really really was like, why even bring Fane back? Yeah, like like this was so this was such a non, this was such a non moment. It feels so goofy that Pain is like, I'm here. I'm a big smoke monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I I hated it. I, and I, like, I, how I, does he know the dark one? Like, I guess like Mashadar is this also otherworldly force that's as big as the creator no, he, and the dark he, one. They, he's he's crazy. He's just nuts. It, it, there's but no. He's like my friends. Yeah, I but don't he know. also thinks of Rand as a friend. Like he's just crazy. Yeah, he's like the creator. We're buddies. Yeah, he's. I I don't. We go watch football every Sunday and eat wings. Like. <laughs> I'd hang out with Fane. That actor is so good. Uh, the actor's fantastic. He's yeah. like, he literally like I just want him to play my dad. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. so good. This honestly was so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. I I loved Fane. You guys know there was. I'm a glad time... no one is is like no. Uh, you I love it, and you're missing the point because I, I was like I don't get it. Because well, because there just isn't a point like. Other than Matt, apparently, like apparently, like they know enough about medicine to know that antibodies exist. 
Um, yeah, how was Matt know that? I mean, Nynaeve yells at him a lot, so maybe that well, makes actually, sense. Even Matt, Sanderson hates that ending, actually, really. Here's the thing, okay, even, even I guess Matt has the memories from the Age of Legends where they probably add back to No, he doesn't. He only has memories going back to the Trolloc oh, Wars. Oh, you're right. We, we have talked about this, this so many times. I just keep assuming that Matt remembers everything. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. We, we have gone over this so many times. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, it, just, it, it felt wasted, and like, there's, there. I was looking at how much book there was left, and I was like, oh, no. It, yeah, because at that point, it's like this much. No, it's less than that. Yeah, it's less than that. It's like this much. And I was just like, oh, is everything going to be convenient from here to the end? And the answer kind of is yes. Kind of is yes. And it's so tough because I love the last battle. I think that chapter is so impressive. And I would have cut half of it to put more after this point. Yes. Right? Like, I, I just think that there's so much emphasis in this book about the fights. And I, we talked about this in, like, the third book club of this of this book, where I yeah. was like, as much as a lot of this stuff is cool, I don't care about who these characters are with, and it's a lot of fighting, and it's just, like, combat, 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 and it's, I'm, I'm excited for when this book gets past that and about what the point of this book was. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it never kind of does. There's just sort of a very quick epilogue, and... Let's keep going because I want to get to it, but yeah. it, it is it is a very weird end to this. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, Perrin uh, leaves Matt uh, to go pick up Gowl and takes him to the um, uh, Two Rivers camp at the Field of Marilor. He yeah. leaves Gowl there and uh, bumps healed. back to Shaogul. Yep. Can I ask a question here? Mm -hmm. Why didn't he take him to Maine? Um, I felt very weird about this. Well, because he knew that um, Bane and Chiad were going to be there. No, Bane and Chiad are in Maine. No, they said they were leaving, remember? They were going to oh, the right, field right, to right, right, right. So To I'm go just, help pick... Right, 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 right. Yeah, so I'm just assuming that um, not a lot of people are left in Maine, that a lot of people went to the fields of Marilor, and Perrin is like, I think I'll have a better chance there. I... Maybe I just read over it. We don't really get their moment together, right? Bane, nope. Chad, and nope. Gaul. Nope. Like, there, there's no, like, yeah, there's no there's Nothing. no there there. Nope, no, none of that. We don't get that. Yeah. Uh, they don't even interact. Yeah. We don't get to see them see one another at all. Uh, Rand is uh, fighting with Morden, and Morden grabs Kalendor because he stabbed himself in the hand, and Rand dropped it, and yeah. uh, he's like, oh my gosh, a true power, Sangreal? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And um, he gets caught in the trap. And so, the, so the flaw is that you can control someone if they're wielding Kalendor. And so, I guess this is where they, if this is this is where this gets weird for me. So Rand, Moraine, and Nynaeve use Kalendor to control Morden, and they use the they they so so they open so so at this point they open the boar. And pull the Dark One through the boar. But the uh -huh. seals aren't broken yet? The seals break at this moment. Because this is when light explodes from Rand. But the, doesn't the light explode when he's pulling him through? Like, it's after he's already pulled the Dark One through. I thought it was when he had his hand in the thing. Like, he hasn't pulled him out yet. He's His hand is in the trap. The Dark One is not out of his prison. Okay, so the the hand is, like, covered in True Power and then Sidon and then... Or Sidar and then Sidon. Uh-huh. So he's got all of that in his hand. And he reaches in and grabs the Dark One. Yeah. Uh, and is, like... It's like a little worm. Um, the, And then the Dark One wants to turn off the True Power but can't because there's too much True Power, apparently. 
Because the Dark One, it's... Well, I'm assuming that's because of Kalendor, right? That is the whole reason Kalendor is there, is to trap Moradin and the Dark One, which is cool. I, I like that the, the idea of this trap, that Rand is like, oh, wait, this trap is not for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, that, I think, is, like, super awesome. And I just think that, like... It's because the true power. This the it's because Kalinor can pull, like doesn't have a cap on how much power you can pull, and so they are pulling everything, and, and it's it's like trying to stop like a, a if a dam breaks, you can't like stand there and plug it with your hands, you know. I guess I just I have a lot of questions about what the true power is. Then G- great, yes, like, me too. How was how was the Dark One able to? So so the Dark One is only able to control. You ha- your access to it if you don't use the calendar but calendar but like w- why can't he just turn off the true power to calendar if it is literally his essence right and like maybe he just hasn't done enough kegels <laughs> he can't stop the stream guys the the dark one's pelvic floor is pretty weak he doesn't yeah. he doesn't work it out you know um um so uh we cut to chapter 48 and this is where the the light breaks. Bazemian says true power is the dark one. That is the whole thing that I it's it's fine. Um uh so then Elaine uh we see her. She sees a bright light shoot into the sky and then Tom uh sees a bright light shoot into the sky and then Min sees a bright light shoot into the sky. Yeah. Uh and then uh Avienda sees a bright light shoot into the sky. And she's like that's my boy. And uh, Grendel is like, I work for you now, Avienda. I love you so much. You're so pretty. I'm... Please give me orders. Yeah, because uh, the compulsion, the the exploding of the gateway made the compulsion compulse her back. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. I guess. It's fine. Um, yeah. Grendel, Grendel going down to her own hubris is, is good. Um, and then uh, Loghain, uh, I, I just wish that it was like something that Avienda did intentionally and not just like an accident, but it's fine. Um, but Avienda is alive. Uh, and uh, we see Loghain, uh, the the light bursts everywhere. This is the light that they were talking about, <laughs> the Ron Weasley wand. That's very funny. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of people come up to Loghain and are like, you saved us from the Trollocs. You're the best ever. Thanks, dude. Yeah, and he's I like, will take my son to be, to see if he has the talent. And Loghain is like, Oh, the talent. And all Loghain needed was one person to be kind to him. And he's like, all right. And then he breaks the seals that I... Okay, this is hilarious. This whole time, we talked about this last week. I thought the seals were like dinner plates. Yeah, and I thought they were like this big. Yeah, apparently they're like biscuits. Like he literally like pulls a couple of arrowroot crackers out of his um, pocket, snaps them. them. (sighs) Blows them to the wind. Honestly, this was the part that made me cry. I posted a photo. Yeah. This part was... Talk about it. Well, and I I think I'm going to spoil it a little bit. I'm sorry that this is my high. But, like, Loghain having this this moment of, like, people showing him kindness and not fear. Mm -hmm. Right? Because because we know his um, water bond... Uh, uh, he, like, feels those things, but he can't trust her completely because she's a nice to die. And he's like, no, she must have found a way to manipulate it. But, like, these are just, like, normal people who are like, you saved us. And what the, the things that you can do are actually in, can be in service of people. It yeah. is a talent. It is not a curse. It is not a burden. It is a thing that can be used for good that is beautiful. And, like, him having that realization and the people there having that realization, I just, like, it, yeah, it, it got me good. It was, yeah. And, yeah. and here's the I thing. I came downstairs and you were, like, on the couch just, like, 
tears. Yeah, I know. And we were supposed I... to record something that night, and you're like, I'm going to need to redo my makeup. Yeah. It was the epilogue reaction. We did the epilogue reaction after this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I, I absolutely love this moment because, like, yeah, you could say that Loghain's glory comes from him, like, leading the Black Tower. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's, like, I think it's more so that... I think it's more so what, how the people see him and, like, the male channelers afterwards, if that makes sense. I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out there that might be a little bit spicy. Oh. I think Loghain is the only character that gets an actual resolution in this book. Yes. I think Loghain is the only plot line in the series that gets a genuine heartfelt resolution. Yep. And I was shocked that it was Loghain. Absolutely, yeah. But Loghain is the only person who has a button placed, or uh, has a has a period placed on the end of the sentence. Yep. And everything else is left wiggling in the wind. I agree, which is yeah. why I think it got me emotionally, and it was the most satisfying part of the ending. Uh, Glenn, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> uh, I guess the big twist here is that Kalendar is the only Sangreal for the true power. We're yep. meant to understand that Luce Theron's error is using Sidin for this last time. I guess, I wish we got more into what... I wish that Moraine's memories were, we got more of what Lucerne did last time. Because I don't know what, I, I don't actually know what Rand did different other than going into the void. Well, um, Rand used all three powers as opposed to just one. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, I guess I just don't know, like, was the true power not a part of the last time? I know that Sidin wasn't, but was, or Sidar. I can never remember which is which. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I would argue uh, that Egwene's arc is also complete. It's not, and we'll get into why it's not uh, in a second. Egwene is dead, and Egwene gets an amazing death. Her arc is not complete, um, and uh, I will explain why uh, when we get to the epilogue soon. We're almost at the epilogue. We just have to get through light and shadow. We're so close. Um, and and actually, why I, I actually think um, uh, Egwene is the the worst. Egwene gets the least arc because her because of what they yeah. do they, they Let, let's get through it. this last yeah. chapter and then we're going to talk about the epilogue because um yeah uh light and shadow Perrin uh stumbles through the wolf dream where everything is dead and he kills Lanfear yeah apparently like Lanfear had him compulsed which makes her just a far less interesting character than I thought um, that she was earlier on in the series. So it kind of undoes that work a little bit, which is unfortunate. Uh, Felnick Gaming, thank you for that super chat. Uh, oh, if you haven't read the Strike on Child Ghoul, you should. Yes, we did. We, we it was did. good. Yeah. I just wish, uh, Strike on Child Ghoul isn't really from anyone's perspective. It's more like a textbook entry. And I think that with Rand having the memories of Luce Theron, I feel like this book could have shown us the, his perspective on what happened last time. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, super chat. Hannah Green says, there's a buffer of true power preventing the Dark One from touching Sidar and Sidin so they can't be tainted. That but doesn't make any sense because the true power the true is what power taints. Is, if the true power is the Dark One, like people say, then... then it implies that, like, Rand now controls the true power. Rand, like, took control of the true power away from the Dark One even though the true power is the Dark One. So Rand is now the Dark One, not the creator. Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll get to what I think about that in a second. Okay. Um. So Perrin, uh, yeah, so he stumbles through. He, basically, him and Lanfear walk into the Shia Ghoul cave. Um, it doesn't take them hours this time um, because that doesn't exist anymore. I don't really understand it. Um, 
the whole reason why the mine spike is there is so that you can't just walk down there. It would take hours to get there, but this time it doesn't because they're... Well, no, you can't travel. Yeah, the... I know, but it takes hours to walk down that cave. Right. I, I, this just like, I know, I know the truth of this moment. I've read the tweet. It's just getting through the barrier. I know. And like, you haven't, yeah, I, there's something, there's something about this that we can't talk about yet because you don't know it. Um, there's a reveal about this moment in the fucking Brandon Sanderson conversation that we're going to get to next week. Um, I hate it, but we'll get to it next week. Glenn Peterson, thank you for that super chat. Right. The transmogrification between Rand and Morden are due to the Sidon Balefire touching, True Power Balefire touching in a, a Crown of Swords. Yes, that's what we have been told. Yes, I don't really see how that lets them switch bodies at the end, um, but whatever. We'll get to my opinion on what happens in the end in a second. Yeah. Um, Perrin and Lanfear, Lanfear is like, we can kill them, and then we can give the world to the Dark One, and whatever. And so Perrin snaps her neck. The end. Yeah. Uh, Rand. Rand is, he pulls the Dark One into the real world, which pulls him into the pattern and begins uh -huh. to kill him. Realizes squishing him. that's a bad thing to do. Right, because he was like, oh, I saw the, uh, the, the vision that I created and that was maybe not a world I want to live in. Yeah, uh, and he draws Sidin, Sidar, and the true power. He weaves them, not as fire, earth, air, water, whatever, but as... Just them purely. Um, and he reforges the prison. Uh, and he goes, the Dark One wasn't the bad guy. He never was. Yep. Uh, and then Moraine, we cut to the final POV of the book before the epilogue, which is Moraine pulling Nynaeve out of the pit of doom. Uh, it's so bright they can't see. Uh, yeah. And uh, she turns around and Rand shrinks away until he vanishes. No, no, the darkness shrinks away. Well, uh, everything. You can't see anything. It's like... The darkness is like the silhouette of Rand and Morden, right? Yeah, but Rand is still there. Yeah, but then it's just light. She can't see anything. She's oh, just okay. blinded by light. It, basically, the implication is she doesn't know what happens to Rand because everything goes white. There's no light. Right, right, right. She can't no. see what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I hear you. How do you feel about the dark one isn't the bad guy he never was? <laughs> Should I pull up the exact tweet? I, I, I might be paraphrasing that a little bit. Guys, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean after everything else in this series. <laughs> Yep. It feels like the... It's the Sanchen. The Dark One is not the bad guy all along. It was the Sanchen, actually. Uh, except not. I Here's here's my question about it. And it gets to... I want to pull up the exact quote of here. Um, He understood, finally, that the Dark One was not the enemy. It never had been. It feels like the deep point... Of another series. Yes, but not, not this, one. this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that is not what this that is not what these books have been about. And 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 this is where like this is where I get really lost in the ending of Wheel of Time. Is that the 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 conversation we ran in the dark one is so much about how choice is paramount. That is the that that is the button on the end of this series, is that the the is that is that choice is the most important thing like 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 the a world without choice is uh, like it, it is evil right but but the problem with that and, and and i think that the problem that the dark one doesn't bring up because the dark one doesn't really make a compelling argument at the end except that i want to destroy but the dark one should when rand is like it's about choice the dark one should point at him and go randall thor what the fuck are you talking about when have you ever had a choice 
Yeah. This entire series is just prophecies. This is not a book about the choices that characters make. No, this is a book about Tavirin. Tavirin characters yeah. who never had a choice. Yeah. Running into running into the prophecies that they've been told are going to happen, those prophecies happen and then the series ends. Well, and and the people around the the Tavirin who don't have choice. And <laughs> because they get pulled into random shit. Yeah. And so the the oh my god, Slick Jack! Slick Jack! Thank you so much. Thank you for the <laughs> super chat. Just to celebrate oh the completion god. of the books. Thank you. That Thank is very you. kind. We really, Thank really appreciate we it. We fucking made it. Like we 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 did the thing. That's a lot of words that we read. I I yeah. Thank you. I, I, it was such an incredible super chat for me to go back on like something that I don't like. And I, that feels weird. But I, am, I, I need to have this conversation because yeah. this series is not about characters making choices. It is about s- characters being tavirined into prophecies over and over and over again. Yeah. And the dark one at the end doesn't go, what, 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 what choice are you talking about? Right? And, and the dark one doesn't make a compelling argument. And he has one. He yeah. can point at Rand and say, you've never had a choice. No, what the are you pattern is about? the pattern. And, like, you can't do anything about it. And the Dark One, at so many points in this series, forced people to fight for him without a choice. The, I would buy the, the Dark One isn't the problem. It's the people that choose to follow the Dark One argument. Yeah. If the people that followed the Dark One all chose to be there, but the majority of them don't. They're, they're forced to by the magic of the Dark One, which is evil. So the Dark One... Yeah is the bad guy. You have to stop the magic to stop, to give those choices. Yeah, back. because the Dark One can literally force people. And so it it gets at, like, the, the philosophical idea. And, and, and I think that this is partially Western writers mm-hmm. trying to incorporate, like, a very Buddhist Eastern idea. Well, because, like you said, like, like it feels like an interesting concept, but not for this series. It, there are yes. plenty of mm-hmm. series that explore what it mean, what fate means. Yes, and it's not this one. And and, and I think that like it, it arrives at a point that I think is a point. Uh-huh. It's just not a point. It, it it's not a point that's related to the things that have happened prior to it in these this series of novels. Yeah, it like feels like a profound statement, but it it's not a profound statement here. And yeah. I, I don't know how to I don't know how to interact with that, mm-hmm. especially because we we if you're going to make your series about the fact that people have to have a choice, yes. For me, the resolution has to be about what choices people make. Yeah. And we don't get that in and the epilogue, and it drives me crazy. Our, our main characters are never given a choice; they are Tavirin. And are literally, like, strong-armed into whatever the pattern needs them to be. And then, on top of that, the people around the Taviran are also strong-armed into being the people that they're supposed to be. Like, when Rand shows up at the White Tower and none of the Aes Sedai can speak to yeah. oppose mm-hmm. him, they are robbed of that choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they, they Because of Taviran, oh, a Taviran at work. It is literally the taking away of the choice. So unless you're saying that Tavirin are all part of the Dark One and are evil, which like, oh, oh, okay, I guess that's a point that you could make. Yeah. Then I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Glenn Peterson, thank you for that super chat. Should we let the Dark One break the wheel or let the wheel continue to turn? That's the choice of every age. 
But it's not. It's a choice of one man. It's, yeah. It's not. Rand it's, gets to make that every time. Nobody else knows what's going on, and Rand does not explain Rand it to Rand doesn't people. share what he, he learns. He doesn't tell anyone. He tells he nobody. Except, at the end. except maybe Olivia, because him and Olivia have a conversation at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, when? Yeah. Don't know. It's, it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's you, the problem let people of, make an informed choice. Don't let people be yeah. like, no, you have to make a choice, but you don't get to know what it means. That's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, I think that it, it, it ultimately, and there are people in the chat who are, who are agreeing with me here, is that the, the it is a very Eastern concept, mm -hmm. but the narrative leading up to it is not inspired. The wheel is very Eastern concept inspired, right? But, but the actual, like, actions of our character are not. And so we, the... It is the problem, I think, and ultimately what this book runs into yeah. is the concept of God and Satan, mm -hmm. which is very Western, right. and the concept of the wheel and free will, which yes. is very not, right? right. Yeah. And you, you kind of have this issue of trying to force the Eastern idea of enlightenment and the wheel and rebirth and regeneration yeah. into a system that has a God and a devil. Well, and because because a lot of those specific systems are, if you don't make the right choices, you're going to hell. Yes. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that, that takes away the choice to be good. If you believe that if you make the wrong choices, there is eternal damnation waiting for you at the end of it, yeah. then those choices don't fucking matter because they're all in service of a sh selfish desire to, like you know live on in heaven or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. it is and so yeah you, when you mix those two ideologies they really like butt up against each other and they do not work and I, I've, I've said I've, I've talked about the concept of why now before in a lot of our reactions and in the yeah, yeah, yeah. of why why you tell a story in this moment yeah mm -hmm. what is different about this story and if the wheel keeps turning, right? If this is another turning of the wheel. And oh, this, she's about to say Martin was right. Guys, she's about to say Martin was right. If this happens over and over again, and every 3,000 years or so, people are fucking slaughtered so that they can make the choice again, why? Yeah. Why tell this story with Rand? What does Rand do differently that hasn't been done before? Because the world still exists. The wheel still exists. The wheel keeps on turning. So what choice did Rand make that was different? Why now? Why this story? Why this turning of the wheel? I don't know. And I couldn't tell you. Yeah. He, it just seems to be the same thing over and over again. And to me, that's not very interesting. I want to know what Rand did different. I want to know why this turning of the wheel is different. I want to know what this one changes. And it doesn't change anything according to the end of this book. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I'm more okay with that, right? I'm more okay with the, like, the purpose is to, to keep living. Because because sure. I'm of a mind of like but 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 that doesn't but, but this but, is no different than the last time this happened. Well, and it gets into well, let's get into the epilogue. Sure, 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 sure. Um, uh, Colonel Sanders. Sanders, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate that super chat. We have to remember RJ wrote the story to explore the concept of a small town boy being selected just a small by town girl fate to be the savior of the world and what happens being to him. Being selected by fate to Which be is like the fair, but that is savior fate. of the that is not world choice, and what happens right? to him. It is not about it. it the, this series does not want to be about fate. The series wants yes. to be about the choices, yeah. and so having those two concepts trying and butt up one against one another, I, I just don't think works very well. Uh, Iltuam, 
Uh, thank you guys for, uh, for joining the Nargs. What a ride. Been with you since section one of Eye of the World. Thanks for giving me incentive for my first full reread. Hell but I'd also yes. love a Tyshar Canada. Okay, Tyshar Canada, Canada and Never Go Full Gawain. Never Go Full Gawain. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, uh, Jeffrey back to the T, table. I appreciate you for agreeing with me. There is definitely a disconnect between the thesis statement of the series and the plot line that is supposed to support it. I that That is the issue. Yeah. And the here's the thing. What could have turned this all around for me, mm-hmm. honestly, was if the epilogue... And this is the thing. I had that issue going into the epilogue. Yes. That was where I started the epilogue. was like, I don't I was like, agree the with fuck? the way this is mixing two theologies yeah. into, not theologies, but uh, ideologies. two ideologies yeah. into one point that I don't think quite connects for this series. But if the epilogue really gets into the choices that humans make in the aftermath of tragedy, it could work for me. Yes. So let's get into the choices humans make in the aftermath of tragedy. Z- zero. To see the answer. Zero. Um, uh, Rand. Uh, Rand carries Morden out, yeah. right? Uh, out of the, the tunnel and it closes. Um, and Nikomi shows up. And I she's like, good job. Good job. Well yeah, done. the crater in this world is a nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a, she's something. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, he asked the Eofin the wrong question. What did he ask the Eofin again? I like. Uh, I don't remember. I need. I need to be reminded of that. Uh, cause. Wait, does that happen on page? I don't think it does. I don't think we see him ask that Elfin. The Elfin. No, we watch him come back through the door, but I don't think we see his scene in there. I thought we watch Matt come back through the door. No, we see Matt scene with the Elfin. Elfin. That it, that was literally so long ago that I'm like. Eh. Um. Yeah, I if if you know what the, we don't know. Okay, cool, great. Yeah, we don't know what Rand asked. He just I... asked the wrong question. We, all we know is that whatever it was, it was wrong. Um, Great. Love that. Love that. <laughs> uh, and he's like, the choice is what matters. Okay. So cool. we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Oh, why? Because the choice is what matters. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Mogideon's point of view. Uh, Mogideon wakes up and then is made into a slave. Yep. In the same chapter where Rand says the point of life is that the choice is what matters. Guys, yep. I like this is, I can't believe... The Sanchin end this book as the strongest force in Randland. Um, That's why it doesn't matter. The end. Of I what, know. This is why what Rand does does not fucking matter because the Sanchin are out here taking away people's free will and choice. And like, <sighs> if if that yeah. if the Mugidian section was just lifted out of this, I'd be like, I, I would. Okay, I would okay, appreciate okay. the ending more. Uh huh. I would appreciate the ending more. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Because it. Absolutely. The Mogidian getting collared as a punishment for being evil in the same chapter where the hero is told that, or where the hero realizes that choice is what is important. Yep. <laughs> yep. It just, it just doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, becoming the dark one as a people doesn't work with the, yeah, it's just tough. It, it is tough. And I really wish... Um, wish it was not there. I just wish that Mogi POV was not here because I don't like the epilogue even without it. I, I think that it is just kind of... Um, it, it's kind of bland and small-minded given the scope of the series. And I think that a series this yeah. large should have an epilogue that is about the world and not about one person. I agree, yes. I, the, the epilogue becomes too much about Rand yes. and not about Rand land. And also Rand does not matter in the epilogue at all. Yeah, I, I really do think that, like, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do think that the, the, the ending we get from Matt, the Sanchen, Tuan, and Mogidian is very strange. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Naseko says, um, Mogidian chose to be a dark friend. Yes, yeah. and that then doesn't the, mean she should be a slave. Yeah, this is my this is my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. taking away agency is not something that one human should do to another human. Mm-hmm. That's that's that, that that's the line. That that's that's the line. Yes. In case it wasn't clear. So, um, Rand, uh, Rand. Uh, I guess this is where Rand and Morden switch bodies. I, I don't really know. Um, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Matt um, sees Pat and Fane's corpse right away. He uh, sees the dagger, has a moment where he's, where like that. Ad- I, I I love this. This was a great. Um, this was this was my favorite moment in the epilogue because even after all this time, Matt is a different person. He's died. He's come back. There's all this shit going on with Matt. He's a wildly different character, right? Yeah. He's this is this is the story of addiction, and it's such a nice obviously tragic and like I, I feel bad for anyone who is dealing with addiction and fighting against their addictions it, it is so hard yeah. but to to acknowledge that in this moment with Matt where he sees the dagger one more time and he has that itch to go back to it yep. and he chooses not to yep. powerful like I wish this was Matt's final moment mm-hmm. everything after this I hate I wish this was Matt's final moment Yeah, I just do because this this should have been his finale fuck all the Sanchin shit. Cut it out and end with Matt having the chance to pick up the dagger again and choosing not to. Yeah, it is the culmination it's of his right. character. Don't worry, they, we, it keeps Which going. Which is why, like, I guess, like, you, they had to shoehorn Pat and Fane in there somewhere for this moment, mm-hmm. and so it, that kind of almost makes it work. But like him getting there and doing nothing is kind of still blah blah blah. But the Matt moment for this is great. Yeah. It's it's really good. Uh, Perrin is walking around. He's looking for his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, he, here, he kind of, this is where we kind of hear that, like, Rand is dying, uh, he's yes. in a tent, uh, Morden is there, uh, also Morden dying. is also dying, yeah. uh, and he sees Lan, who tells him that Oliver was the last Sifail, uh, and so he goes to the field of Marilor. Yeah! We cut to Loyal. <laughs> who, who is trying to write his book. <laughs> the Wheel of Time. <laughs> I was like, Loyal, did you ever care for any of these people? Yeah, it's not like, oh, Perrin, your wife might be dead. That's unfortunate. So anyways, tell me in detail. Loyal? Loyal does not get it. Loyal's lack of empathy here is surprising. Yeah. It kind of comes out of... Because he's such an empathetic character. Because he is the of being hasty in this moment. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, like, your friends just died. Yeah. Like, and, and are dying. Yeah. And I don't know. I just kind of was like, I, I didn't like this. Yeah, I, it was I, weird. I, I felt weird and I reread it and I felt really weird about Loyal having no compassion here. Yeah. Because Loyal in the past has been very emotional. And the and maybe this is a trauma response and, and maybe I should read it that way. Is like Loyal, Loyal is feeling so many things that he's doing this to not feel things. Mm. But it comes off as very glib about it just it, there's it, no like mention of that there's no like feelings there's no feelings get, that loyal point suppresses. of view yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. if someone was watching loyal going around and do this and be like and he had a sad look behind his eyes or something like that where like yeah this was like dealing with the fact that he just fought a fucking war and survived yeah. and all these people are dead it'd be great but we get his perspective there's no mention of him feeling any emotions of him like 
feeling the empathy for the other people. It is of literally just, I need to write my book. Of him being like, oh, uh, th hundreds of Ogier just died for the first time in a thousand years. Yeah. The Ogier just rode to war and a lot of them died. Yeah. Like, Loyal should be shocked. Loyal's probably never seen an Ogier die in a fight before. Uh, yeah. Before the last month. Yeah. Right? I don't know. It feels, it just feels like it was meant to be comedy. And, yeah, and I don't it, think it worked. Uh, well, Robert Jordan, famously really good at comedy. Uh, yeah. His, yeah, his comedy has never really worked for us. So Dahmer and Nynaeve are talking, and Dahmer's like, uh, Loyal overhears him. He's like, it's really weird that Avienda Lane and Min uh, don't seem to, uh, to worry. Yeah, wow, they should be really upset, but they're yeah. just chilling. Uh, and so Loyal talks to Avienda for a second uh, and then leaves. Uh, Matt goes to see Tuan, who's like, hey, I'm pregnant. Uh, and Matt gives And her Matt is like, well, then show. I can leave. And Tuan's like, no, now I can kill you unless you behave better. And Matt's like, great, I have to behave better now. Cool. And then Matt's like, I have a gift for you. And he sets off fireworks above a battlefield where yeah. people are traumatized. Yeah, the literal, the PTSD of this moment. Like, like we we know we know that war veterans, a lot of them are set up like their their trauma is brought up by fireworks and Matt is like we just ended a battle I'm gonna make everybody fucking think that the dark one's back and is just shooting fucking fireballs by setting off a bunch of fireworks and I was like why but why also without warning these people are picking through the corpses of their friends trying to find people alive I'm and suddenly explosions. explosions go off like what the fuck is like, wrong with you th this scene should have been like an a, a hundred thousand swords were pulled from scabbards as yeah. people turned to combat. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, the, eyes, the, the fucking the dark friends are back. The dreadlords are here. They're coming to kill us. The Sharans have returned. Like, wh what the fuck? I just was like... And Why this, would you do that? This was particularly surprising to me because Robert Jordan is a veteran. Yeah! And I, look, I, I want to be really clear. One of the craziest things in America to me is that on Memorial Day, people set off fireworks, even though fireworks, we know because veterans Are... keep fucking telling us, set off their PTSD. Yeah. Like the number of vets that I have met in my life who are like, I don't celebrate Memorial Day outside. I either go to the woods where I'm in the middle of nowhere or I, I go to bed plugs. with earplugs in yeah. because the fireworks freak me the fuck out. Yeah. And so I just, because Robert Jordan wrote most of the epilogue, I would have thought that he would, would have... been sensitive to that maybe? Yeah, I would have thought that he would have been sensitive to that. Yeah. And it just it just seems like the kind of thing that Robert Jordan as a man would know yeah. is an issue in the veteran community. Yeah. And so it just felt really out and knowing that about Robert Jordan made it feel even more out of place here to me. Yeah. 100%. And maybe that's unfair, but like it did feel super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's not about the guns, it's about the literal explosions of the power. Right, the power, it sounds like explosives going off. And it has been, they have been exploding for hours and hours and hours and hours throughout this battle. I like, love, I love Sean being like, hey, Aludra, I need a firework display for my wife, the Empress of the Sanch and your mortal enemies. You'll do it for her, right? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna help me with that, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, Matt does not deserve Aludra, let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it, this is a weird scene. It, it's, it's tough. Um, yeah. Perrin, uh, goes and tries to find Fayil uh, for a while. Then we cut to the Megidian thing that, like, uh, is rough. Uh, then we cut to Nynaeve. Nynaeve is the only person in this fucking epilogue With who's emotions. behaving like a rational... No, Tam has emotions. Fair. But Nynaeve fair, fair, is fair. the only person whose POV we get. Oh, I guess we get Tam's letter. Yeah. Tam and Nynaeve are the only characters treating this like the epilogue. Yeah. 
Nynaeve is very upset. She's like, hey, girls, what the fuck is going on? Why don't you care? Yeah, and she's like, Avienda, you can't run away from me because you don't have legs. Which is the fuck so is fucking weird. <laughs> I know. It is, it is th this epilogue is so not compassionate towards its characters. Nynaeve is there like, you it ain't got no legs, girl. You can't leave me. I was like, wow, everyone fucking hates What is happening? <laughs> I know. In the aftermath of the last battle, they're trying to go to war with each other's emotional souls. Yeah, it's Nicholas Cardio, think of it in the super chat. Nerdy's mad because the pink aja doesn't exist. The, the pink aja is never more necessary than, than in this fucking right epilogue. Now. Right fucking now. Can you imagine running up to someone the day they lost their legs? Yeah, being, and like, being like, you can't run away from me. You can't leave. I'm gonna torture you, maybe? What the fuck is wrong with Nynaeve? I don't know. I'm <laughs> but, definitely gonna but, give but, her but, a spanking. But, having said that, you know Nynaeve, Nynaeve is behaving the way I kind of expect her to, she's yeah. losing it. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she's behaving as if she just got out of a long, like, bat last battle. Yes. And so I actually. Which is hilarious because Nynaeve was her. the one inside the tunnel. Yeah. Trying to keep Alana alive for sure, the last yeah, yeah. 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's and then fair. watching Alana die in her arms and then watching Rand grab the dark one. Nynaeve has been through some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Her, yeah. her emotional state to me is where everybody should be at right now. <laughs> Oh, night, found that game. Thank you for the super chat. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Nani. Oh my god. Yeah. This was wild. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It. Yeah. People are saying that like the power was not used widely in the war. They okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Fireworks matter. aren't used widely in this world. So for these people, there's just suddenly look. Once sudden the, explosions yeah. just went off. Once the fireworks explode in the sky, yes. But when you set off fireworks, the first thing you hear is a loud Beep. pop. Ooh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's the explosion at the bottom first. Well. And you hear a loud pop, and people start to freak the fuck out, and then it pops at the top, and then there's light. Nobody knows that this is coming. And so everybody on this field just hears what hears sounds like cannon fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, are we fighting again? They would freak the fuck out. It's okay. wild. So Nynaeve, Nynaeve is like trying to get stuff out of them, but they're not telling her shit. Um, yeah, yeah, They're like, mm, I don't know. Mm. And Avienda's like, Rand woke from the dream in greatness, and it must be celebrated in Love greatness. that for him. Whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, Avienda's like, we're going to celebrate. We're going to make a funeral pyre for Rand. Yeah. Um, Perrin is running through the wolf dream, bopping out, trying to find Fahil, uh, despite the fact that it, it's a fucking nightmare. His nose is so good. And I said this in the audiobook reaction. I was like, he, it should just smell awful. He should just smell like d d the overpowering scent of death. But, yeah. um, much like, uh, Geralt of Rivia, he smells lilac and gooseberries. Yes, uh, and exactly. At all times. Her. His witcher senses tingle. Um, um, and he's good. And he takes her to Nynaeve and Perrin does find, uh, Fahil. Oh, no, but in the dream, he sees a falcon in the dream world. I thought for a second that he, I thought, and I thought this would actually be kind of a cool ending for them, was that Fael was going to be a falcon in the dream world and Perrin was going to give up being a human and go be a wolf with his falcon in the dream world and yeah. that they were going to give up the real world together. But no, she's just fine. Um, yeah, she's good. Because she's everybody's just kind of fine here. Uh, Brigitte says goodbye. Uh, she's like, mm -hmm. hey, I sent Oliver away with the horn. Uh, so that you wouldn't be tempted to use that little boy as a weapon. Yeah, and Elena's like, yeah, you know what? Thanks for saving me from that. Kind of, but I was kind of like, hey, like, actually, uh, the Sanchin, uh need to be dealt with. Maybe keeping them would have been a good thing. Yeah, can we have Arthur Hawkwing just kill all his descendants, please? Uh... Uh, yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. It's, uh... <laughs> 
it, it was an interesting moment between Elaine and like Br- Brigitte for sure to have that. Yeah, it was good. That like goodbye. It you know it, it's sad. She's like I'm being reborn, and Brigitte does get this resolution, which thank God because when she was like murdered, I was like, oh my God, we we don't even this doesn't we don't resolve this. This is so sad. I'm glad it all came around. It works. I I I do I do love Brigitte's um story here. Um, the. <laughs> The uh, the other part of this that I find very interesting is mm-hmm. that Gaidel was born like a year ago. That's why he wasn't at the last battle. And I think that is hilarious that this ends with Brigitte being like, I'm coming out of a womb right now, Elaine. I'll see you in life. Gaidel was just like a one-year-old baby during the last battle. Well, we don't know when She's Gaidel... Apparently, it's since she got spun out because Gaidel was in Telrenriad with her. Oh, so it's okay. since they were on. It's since she got Mogidian out of the pattern. Okay, cool. Um, okay, I thought she says that he'll only be a few years younger than him. Yeah, which is why I still think it's over. But everyone keeps telling yeah, me it's not over. But I know. think it's over, and I, I think that like, Teleranria like just timeline wise works differently than whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Glenn Pearson, thank you for that super chat. Thank you, Glenn. All three of these last three books feel rushed. Like they should have been through three more editing passes. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The ending is very rushed. Uh, so Birgit um, is like, I'm going to go be with Gaidal. Um, okay. I, do you think the other heroes of the Horn make fun of Gaidal for missing the last battle? Oh, 100%. Do you think like yeah. when they have like their meetings in Telranriad, they're like, oh man, God, we like fucked up the Dark One so bad and, and you were you shitting in a diaper. It. Yeah, 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 you fucking missed it. You're always wiping your ass. How is being a little poopy bud and your little diaper during the last battle, Gaidal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just making fun of him forever over it. Uh, that's actually very funny. I still think it's over personally, but yeah, that's my headcanon. And that like it. the tiny whiminess of it makes it doesn't matter. Yeah, let me have it. <laughs> we cut to Tam. And um, Tam has probably the best section of of this. It's man. kind of ruined by everybody else's actions. By everyone um, knowing that her his son is actually alive. Yeah. We're just going to end the books by gaslighting Tam into believing that Rand is dead, even though he's not. He's not. Uh, yeah, no, Tam lights uh, Rand's funeral pyre and is like, you know, everyone would have liked to be here for this, but uh, too bad, so sad. No, um, no, no, no. He's like, we like literally everyone on Earth thinks they should have been there for yeah, this. Yeah, no, I know. There, there are some people that should have been there for that that aren't, because like Matt's not there, which is weird. Yeah. The, the we fact don't that see we get, Matt and Perrin there. We The fact that we don't really get resolutions for those characters together yeah, like, is very strange. Like, Matt is such a shitty garbage friend to Rand, and then Rand dies, and Matt is like, fireworks! I'm gonna be a good, I'm gonna be a good slave husband. Yep. Yeah, hmm. I, I don't love it. I, I wish that I, I wish that this was less about, like, the tricking people into thinking Rand is not alive, and more about these characters talking with each other, and, like, commiserating together yeah i wish they did high low together and like celebrated each other's highs and commiserated over each other's lows yeah yeah you know for sure. I, I, I wish I these characters especially the Emmonsfield five i wish we got them being kind to each other at the end together yeah and not naive like well, threatening four, Avienda guess, because, because she doesn't is, have legs Egwene is dead so she can't be there but right but like there's no grief for her no there's like a mention that there's going to be a giant funeral for her, but like we don't see Nynaeve really grieve Egwene. We don't see Rand grieve her when he walks fucking away at the end. We oh he, yeah, we don't. But we also don't see like um, we don't see more Moraine grieve Swan. No, like, that is so weird. No, to me. we don't see Moraine at all. Except Elaine, to be like good boy, Rand. Elaine and Morghese do not grieve the loss of Galad and Gawain. No, there's, well Galad's still alive. They don't know. Maybe they know that. 
But like, like I really wanted Elaine to like grieve the loss of Egwene and her brother. Yeah, Elaine loses her brother and like is and Rand is like dying and she's like, oh no, it's fine. No, she fucking lost her brother and does not give a fuck. Yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, because we we get Min's point of view next, and Min is there, and she's like, she knew this would come. We need to the the three girls all feel Rand in their head. We need to convince everybody that he's actually gone, and the way that they're doing that is by not pretending that they're upset that he's gone. Yeah, which is so. If you're if you're getting together and you're like, we need to convince everyone that we are heartbroken, that our bonded warder is gone. Yeah, they should and be the losing their lives. shit, and they're like, nah, everything's fine. Like. <laughs> all good we're just gonna pretend to be sick oh boohoo <coughs> i'm sick like it like what the what uh, they literally mentioned that they need to they that this they people need to believe that rand is dead and they do a fucking terrible job of it like just pretend just, just pretend, pretend to be for sad. A bit. or 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 instead of pretending to be sad that rand is dead be actually sad that all of the other people you love are dead and just be sad. And then people wouldn't feel weird about the fact that you're sad, but everyone is suspicious that Rand isn't dead. Nynaeve is like, you guys know something's up because you're being fucking weirdos about it. But yeah. in Min's head, in Min's head, she's like, we've got to convince everyone. We've got to convince everyone. And nobody's convinced because they're all like, why are you being so fucking weird? Yeah, they're so casual. Carla, like, thank you for that super chat. We can get on... Uh... We get one on-page answer to Rand's Finn questions. This is the Elfin Elfin. In book says he asks how he can survive the last battle. If you would live, you must die. Oh, that's right. Sure, yeah. Um, Bazamin says the reason for that disjointedness is that RJ obviously meant to deal with all those matters before the epilogue, which would be fine. Yeah. But but that just isn't what we get, right? Yeah, it's it's not. It's like really. Mm-hmm. It is so disappointing. Um, uh, Roger Lai says Moraine not being in the epilogue is really a bummer. I have like genuinely. Why is Swain given that moment and not Moraine? I have been fucking depressed all week because the ending of this book let me down so hard. It's true. Clarus really like it's been it's been a weird week. It's for been us. a it's been a fucking struggle. Like like yeah. genuinely, and I I have loved so much about this series and these characters, these books, the community. Everything that mm-hmm. this like like, I I feel fucking betrayed. <laughs> I I have genuinely been so upset because I wanted this book club to be so hype, and there were things that we you know we talked about the rest of it, the, the the things that we love. Like there is so much here to enjoy, and it falls so flat that I just want to fucking cry. Like I I. I I I have never been burned by someone so hard in my life. <laughs> it's uh it's it's truly tragic cuz um yeah Rand wakes up in Morden's body and it's like Oh, I got some clothes. Thank you, Olivia. Okay, 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 okay. But when, when did he talk to Olivia? Great question. Because, okay, no this idea. implies... Not a clue. This implies that Rand's plan all along was to go... The whole time. ...and take Morden's body. Yeah. That to he planned, But he, his plan... He stole his body. ...involved him knowing that he was going to beat the Dark One in this very peculiar way mm-hmm. that would involve him getting to steal Morden's body in the end. Yeah. Which means that he knew that Morden was going to be there. Yeah, he knew Morden was going to be there. He knew the Calendar thing would work. He knew that he could steal his body. Because he had to speak to Olivia prior to the last battle. Yes. Which means that For he planned, he planned all of this out like 
a month and a half ago. But literally. Well, for them, yeah, because they've been fighting for... The last for time he day. saw Olivia was like a month and a half ago well, for her. we saw so, him see Olivia. No, no, because no, he's in he's in Chao Ghul for like a month. Is it that long? Or something. On or like, it's time? at least weeks. But but before that, yeah, yeah. she was already fighting in Thakandar. Yeah. Before he went in. Oh, and like time is so, moving quicker there. So... So I actually don't know. Yeah. So Rand and Olivia had a conversation forever ago. Yeah. And then, uh, Gregory Love says, I think it's more so Rand woke up earlier when Olivia was in the room and asked her off page. No, no, no. Because he wakes up in this moment and realizes yeah. he's in Moradin's body. Yeah, he we doesn't see know the he's moment. in Moradin's body before. We see the moment here where he realizes he's in Moradin's body. Where yeah. he like, looks in the mirror. Yeah, he like doesn't realize it. And he's like, oh, wow, cool. Like, yeah. So yeah. this is the first time he has woken up. That would be a really weird bait and switch for the person who it's their perspective. It's just so, and here's the thing. I really liked everything up until Logan's moment this week, and I, I don't Loghain's? want yeah Logan's moment in the in that chapter. I was really on board with the ending of the book up until Logan's moment. Is what I'm trying to say. This week's reading, I felt what's re- wrong with Logan's moment? No, 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 no. I, I, that was the oh, including, that was, yeah, yeah. including. The, oh, including. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we started this. We started the reading off this week so strong, and I was yeah, like, oh, I think I'm gonna yeah. like the end of this book. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And then as it went on, I was like, into it, into it, into it, into it, into it, into it. Logan's moment. I was great. Everything after that. I really don't like it. <laughs> and I feel so much pressure to like it because this is our show. We've been doing this for two years. Yeah. We've spent I, the amount of time and energy we have put into these series. And I like actively hate the epilogue. I really do. I'm sorry. I'm, I know there are people who love it. I know there are people who love the way this ends. I hate this epilogue. I hate so much about it. I hate what it does to so many of our characters. I hate the slavery moment. I hate the like kind of confusing the Eastern philosophy moment I and then going into the slavery Kat moment from Swain there. Swain gets to be the new Kat Amerlin Swain C. gets to be the fucking Amerlin C, which undoes everything Egwene did, yeah. which is why I say yeah. Egwene's arc, wasted. Egwene's whole arc is wasted because Kat Swain is not going to respect the wise ones. She's not going to respect the sea folk and the agreements that she put in place to like do the like uh, student swap. The like studying abroad shit is not going to happen under Kat Swain. Kat Swain is a fucking terrible Amerlin because she's so up her own ass about her very small way she sees the world and guess what we know she's wrong because Rand won in spite of her she was a negative that pushed Rand and he was like oh I'm not going to do it her way and he won because he looked at her and was like nah that is the wrong way to get there yeah he learned from her in her failure yeah because she thought her methods would work and they didn't they actually pushed him the other direction and like I'm just so concerned that like the, and there's also seven Aiel left. Like There's no Aiel. Yeah. Like, they've all died. So they're all who, dead. Are the Shido going to be the police in the next world? <laughs> like, they're, are they going to bring the Shido back to be the police officers in the Dragon's Peace? Yeah. Also, Rand signed up. Okay, we need to get into this. <clears throat> the, 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 the Rand signed up a hundred years of women in Randland to guaranteed slavery, right? And then walks it's written away into from the, it. Yeah. And he, like... He just leaves. He... Oh, sucks to be them. I guess they get to be slaves for a hundred years. And then he's riding up the hill at the end being like, I'm going to go on a vacation. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no, you fucked up really bad. You I'm have to go, go solve to shit. Hawaii also, Rand, you're a fucking dad. Yo, Rand does not bring oh up God. his children. Oh Rand is like, hmm, I wonder which one of my bitches I'm going to fuck. And it's like, uh, one of them is eight months pregnant. You have children. And he's like, eh, you know, I'm just going to. Just gonna go take a nap. I like 
The fact that Rand, the the fact that Rand isn't like, oh hey, I need to go be a dad to my kids, is the craziest. He had the best dad. Tam is the best dad. Tam is so disappointed right now. If Tam knew what Rand was doing, and Tam doesn't, Rand is like my father. There's a reason they don't tell Tam because Tam be like, what the fuck are you doing? Go be a dad. Where are you going? You have children. You know what it's like to grow up without a mom. Why would you let your kids grow up without a dad? Yes. Why? Oh Why? my god, I this, hate it so much. This is the hero of our story who's like, kids? Nah, I don't know him. Never heard of so him. So Cat Swain gets the moment, before she becomes Amelyn Seat, Cat Swain gets the moment where, <sighs> Cat Swain gets the moment to see Rand is still alive. Should have been Moraine. Why wasn't it Moraine? Yeah, it's, put Moraine it's in there instead. Nobody fucking cares about Cat Swain. Cat Swain sucks. I have a t-shirt that says Cat Swain sucks, and I stand by that in every fiber of my being. I fucking hate Cat Swain. Cat Swain gets this moment, and then she gets to be the Amerlin. It's bullshit. It literally should be Nynaeve. Um, or or Moraine. Look, like, I, I don't know sure. if Moraine would, like, want to be the Amerlin, but at least she feels like or someone hey, who, wait, like, wait, no, actually, I Rand learned from. No, what? Pavara. Pavara! It should be yes. Pavara. Pavara is the yes. red that overcame... No, no, it, it's perfect. Yes. Pavara is the red Pavara who redeems overcame the her bullshit, yeah. ties them to the Black Tower. Yeah, she redeems You would have them. an actual reconciliation between the White Tower and the Black Tower because yeah. Andril is the best of the they Black Tower. They have a connection. It should have been fucking Pavara. Yeah. She's open-minded. She caught the Black Aja. She rooted, literally yeah. rooted the Black Aja out of the White Tower while Cat Swain yeah. was fucking around doing whatever she wanted. Yeah. Pavara should have been the Amarlin seat. Yes. Because she actually, like, would be good at it. Yes. And... Cat Swain won't. Like, this world is so fucked because the Sanchin don't get fucked up in the last battle, so they have the best army on the planet. Yeah. They're collaring women because they might not be Aes Sedai, so they're breaking their rules already with Mogidian, right? It's yeah. not like they know she's not Aes Sedai. They're they like, just think you, she might not no, be. No, they're like, you look suspicious. And that's it. That's their fucking base. You don't have a ring? Could have lost it. So and you look sus. And Cat Swain is going to fight them because Cat Swain is a fucking brute force woman. Yeah. So the the world is, and I said this in the epilogue, the world's going to be at war in 10 years, with, with easily, because yeah. Cat Swain is not going to tolerate the Sanchin. She's going to go to war with them, and and she should. Uh, I, that, that I'm kind of okay with. But yeah, she's also yeah. going to destroy the White Tower. Uh, Fell Night Gaming, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Rand left the two rivers for milk and never came back. Literally. Literally. Yep. Rand deserves a break, so I'm not faulting him. You can take a break without gaslighting your father into, into thinking that you're dead. Into you're dead. <laughs> and all of your friends. And, like, you trusted Moiraine and Nynaeve enough to take them into Shia Ghul, but not to tell them you're still alive? Yeah. What? How? How does that make sense? How? Like, I don't... You I... gave them the power of Kalidor to wield over you? You trusted them that much? But you're like, but they can't know that I'm still alive. Like, this doesn't make any fucking... It, it, like, yeah. none of this works. Yeah. And yeah. Rand riding up the hill being like, I don't know if I'm ever going to see any of them again. Rand, I hope one of them follows me. Oh my God. Rand, <laughs> dude, fuck? go be a husband and go be a father. That's yeah. all you have to do with the rest of your life. But no, he can't because he's God. No, he's literally, he. that's what I mean. He literally turns into the creator I know and I is it. like, I don't have responsibilities anymore. And look, I, I called it earlier in the series. I was like, I think Rand is going to get to live a normal life, right? He's going to not be able to touch the, the source anymore, which wrong. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking creator now, so it doesn't matter. But I was like, I love the idea that Rand can like, have a, a can live out a normal life, uh-huh. be a dad, help people out, like, 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 Use his influence for something good because he is literally throwing away the the opportunity to change the world. And this is why I said this turning the wheel doesn't fucking matter because Rand just leaves. He doesn't tell anybody what he's learned. He lets them think he's all dead and he fucks all the way off. And I'm like, okay, well then this doesn't matter. 
this series does matter. I'm like, okay, why are you telling the story? Why are you doing it now? No reason. Ryan's just gonna go fuck off. Gonna go see some mountains, vacation in Hawaii, and leave his his loved ones behind. Leave the world in fucking shambles. Leave these women in slavery. And it's like, meh, meh, meh. not my hunkies, not my circus. Like Rand, like Avienda lost her legs. Yeah. And Rand doesn't check on her. No. He doesn't take care of his, the people he says he loves, which is why the romances in this story, the only one that is uh, romance, the so only bad. good romances, so Pavar and Andral, and, Andral and Fiel and Perrin. <laughs> They get redeemed. We had a lot no, of No, they have a tough beginning, yes. but they're relate. I but I think that they're I know people who had t- rough beginnings in their relationships. Yeah. I know people where like one of them cheated on the other and they ended up in a really strong relationship afterwards. Sure. I think yeah, that yeah. It, having yeah. a shitty beginning to a relationship doesn't make your whole relationship bad. Yeah. If you work together and learn to communicate. I think that Perrin and Fayil are really well written romance, mm-hmm. honestly, at the end. And the fact that at the end of the last battle, she's all he cares about. Rand should feel the same way about his three women, but and he does not. I want to say, Samantha, hey, thank you so much for that super chat. I would say Rand is a deadbeat dad. Yeah. He also knocked up Avienda, his disabled wife with triplets, apparently. Yeah. He doesn't just have two kids. He has five. He has five children. And you know what? Min also might be pregnant. The seed seems to be very strong with, uh, with Rand over here. But like... He just, he literally walks away. And he's, there's never any mention of, like, I'm going to let them sort stuff out, and then I'm going to come back, and we're, you know, I just need a moment for myself. There's never any of that. He's like, wow, I have so much time. I have I can all see the, the time world. in the world. Yeah, I literally don't have to worry about anything. Um, Hannah Green says, Rand doesn't matter. It's about everyone else. It isn't. The epilogue isn't about anybody else. That's the problem. That's why I don't like it, is that I don't want it to be about Rand. I wanted Rand to die. Yeah. And I wanted the epilogue to be about the world after him. And instead, the epilogue is so centered on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has four kids. Sorry. He has six children that he's abandoning. The the, the, the epilogue, this series is so wide in scope. It's so massive, and that is so fun, and it's 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 unique because of that. Yeah. And in its final moment, instead of staying wide in scope and being about the world, it narrows so much down to just Rand wanting to gaslight his family into thinking that he's dead yeah. and fucking Ma- off. Make the epilogue about everybody else then. I would love that. Uh, Caleb, thank you for that super chat. Right Hand Man, Wheel Time Parody, already on YouTube. Oh God, I love that. Um, but yeah, that that I I I want to agree with you here because I wanted the <laughs> epilogue to be about everybody else. Yeah. I want to see Maureen <laughs> grieve Swan. <laughs> Zesty you know? says abandoning five kids would have been fine, but six, but six literally nah, one too many. That's the line. That's uh, the line. Nicholas Curry, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Rand goes to start the patriarchy in this new age. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm just kidding. Apparently, anywhere is, else Rand I'd be attacked. But like, I want to see Maureen grieve Swan. Right. I want to see the like. Emmons Field and the I said I grieve Egwene who literally fucking like saved them and like it, they don't have a moment I want to see how Elaine feels about Gawain but she yes. doesn't because yeah, yeah. she she's she's literally there just chilling I want to know what Lan feels so about matter. being the king of Mount Kira again oh yeah not just wearing the crown I want to know how he feels about it yeah I, I want to know what king. I want to know what Aerith and Loyal are feeling I, like yeah. I that this this epilogue is so external to the emotional experience of the characters at the end of this massive journey they've been on yeah and it's that is what's missing there's no there's no real emotion here except from tam mm-hmm. and that to me i think is why it was disappointing and why i felt so let down by it was yeah. that like i i wanted to weep i wanted like the i, I wanted for tam i, I did i, I, I was well the... <laughs> no we we like uh, we we reacted to it so i didn't but like that was the only really emotional moment yeah was tam i feel so bad for him it's so unfair 
Like I, I, like, and that's why I'm like, I don't get it. It's I don't crazy. Get People are saying that um, Moraine isn't really in it because Robert Jordan didn't leave any notes for Sanderson to do things with. Which is disappointing. And like, look, I don't, okay. here's the thing. I also don't think that it's, I don't think Brandon Sanderson did a bad job. I think that like, this is, I think that the, the disappointment in this is in the fact that it came about the way that it did. And so we don't actually know what this is supposed to be because Brandon Sanderson was just doing his best to, and, and this isn't me being like, Brandon Sanderson is a bad writer. It's that I think that the, the, the way that this book happened mm -hmm. led to it not really working. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I think that it ultimately comes down to an ending that, while I wish I loved, I don't. And there's so while, much yes, up to the ending that I love, but yeah. the ending does not stick the landing. And while I know they're supposed to be outrigger novels, there won't be. So like that doesn't matter. Doesn't this matter. is where the Sanchez leaves off. Yeah. And I I think that like, I think that given the given the um, you know, I, I Brandon Sanderson wrote three books with a hand tied behind his back. And I think that what he did was good enough that I want to read Brandon Sanderson now, right? Like, For sure. I'm really enamored with the For way sure. his brain works and that stuff. But here, like, I just, I, I just wanted, I just wanted to be left with, like, I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to be left with something. And I, I was left with just kind of, like, why this? Depression. That's what I was left with. Oh, yeah. Literal depression. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it exists, and I'm 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 hopeful that the TV show can write a better ending mm -hmm. and make this make more sense emotionally. I'm worried that the TV show is not going to get there. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the epilogue it's it's rough, and I think that it like I, I think that the epilogue just doesn't. It, it's <clears throat> almost like the epilogue doesn't understand what the series was. Well, and that's kind of the problem because Robert Jordan wrote this epilogue without anything leading up to it because that was all mostly sorry sanderson and so yeah. they re you really really do feel that disjointedness mm -hmm. and it's it is it is unfortunate that we got an ending and like that's cool i don't i don't, don't love it clearly. it's why next week isn't going to be a full book recap it's going to be a full series recap because like yeah i don't want to just talk about a memory of light i didn't really love this book um i think that like of the three sanderson books this is probably the lowest for me um gathering storm is the highest yeah um and uh, I think that of, of of the books, like this is a middle of the pack book to me. It's not really like a, yeah, I, I think that it has some really high highs. It but has definitely some high if highs. If you guys watch the book club, I didn't really like the first half of the book and I didn't like how it ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's there sort of like Fires of Heaven. Right. It's around Fires of Heaven for me. Yeah. 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 This is like the circus. Doesn't fucking matter. Uh, we're not caught up in season two. We haven't actually seen a single episode of season two. We have not watched any of it. Nerdy yeah. Tell Clark's Land for a Secret. Is it something that's worth like watching in the thing or should I just say what it is? Didn't you say it's Because like I'll just rant for another hours? 10 fucking minutes. Didn't you say it's like hours long? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I only saw a tweet, so I know what I know what the reveal is, but I don't actually know okay. where it happens in that. I haven't watched the live stream. Watch it. Okay, we'll watch it. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Will you have Red River of Souls next by next week? Sure. Nah, just say it. Is the River of Souls the other chapter? Excuse me. Um, there's not much to talk about in Memory of Light. There's some character chapters, but lots of generic battles. Sean, I agree with that. I think that, and the, those battles are fun. They're just not against an enemy that I ever really cared about. And I don't ultimately agree with the point that is made about the Dark One. Yeah. I think that it's kind of a flawed ideology. And so I, I just, I, the, the ending just doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. I think the story of The Secret is worth it. All right. Because I only know The Secret and I hate it. 
So if maybe the story of the secret will make me change my mind about it. Yeah, okay, we'll look into it. So Rand is riding up the hill. It, it, it does, yeah, he lights his pipe. How do you feel about Rand having a new power right at the end for no reason? I'm telling you, he's the creator. Wouldn't it be more interesting if he just couldn't touch the one? Like, wouldn't it be just yes, fine if he what, couldn't touch the one power? That's what I said. Yeah. That's what that's what I fucking, like, said. I don't even know what book it was. It was like, Rand gets to go off and, like, live a normal life. And then, and then he is kind of relieved a bit of the burden of having to, you know, help those women he left in slavery. Because, like, he can't. He's, like, a normal dude. Yes, he has power. He has, like, influence. And, like, that if would be helpful. If he can convince people he's the dragon. But he literally has fucking superpowers. Yeah. He can do anything, question mark. And then chooses to leave in spite of that. If he didn't have these powers, I think the ending would have definitely worked better for me. Um, but yeah, he can do whatever. He can just manipulate the he powers. He can just He's believe. Like, oh. He's like the orcs in Warhammer 40k. Sure. In Warhammer 40k, the orc ships fly because the orcs believe that they can fly. I do believe in fairies. No, no, but that's literally... Like, if you can get enough orcs together and get them to believe something together, it happens. Um, it's wild. It's a very fun kind of like piece of the lore of Warhammer 40k is they literally have like the magic of belief. Um, okay. And it makes them very fun. Uh, they're a very fun like playable species in the, the game because of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rand literally becomes like a Warhammer 40k orc. Okay. Yeah, he believes, he believes the pipe is lit and so it lights. Uh, Maureen, thank you for that super thank chat. You super Sorry chat. you didn't love the ending as much as I did. But as always, I've loved the journey and look forward to what's next. Here's one thing I want to say. I don't regret it. And here's why. Yeah. The Shadow Rising is one of the best books I've ever read. Mm-hmm. And I still hold that. And the fact that I don't like the way the series ends. Wow. <laughs> Dio fucking gets it. Um, the fact that I don't like how the series ends. Um, and that like I don't really love very much about it after book six. Like book seven through 14. I don't really. The, I, I can't Gathering say that Storm I love. Gathering Storm is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The Gathering Storm is more affected by how this ends than book one through six are. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately, like, I'll probably read books one through six again in my life. I'll probably do rereads of those. I don't know that I'll read the rest of the series again. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'll, I, I don't know that I'll ever pick up seven through 15 again. I might read New Spring again. I like New Spring a lot and it's a bit a quicker read. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful we went on this journey because of Shadow Rising and how Shadow Rising felt to me. Mm-hmm. I love Shadow Rising. Um, and and the Dragon Reborn, and, and you know, I'm, I'm excited for the show. I've heard so many good things about season two. And so, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I, I think for me, like, this journey was worth it, even though I, we've had a year together. It's not that has been a little bit rough. It's the friends we made along the way. And, like, that... <laughs> that truly is what the Wheel that, of Time is. That, is. that is literally what the Wheel of Time is. That is what this community is. Like... Like, we love book club because we love you guys, like, mm-hmm. and we love this community that we have, and, you know, now we can be a part of, like, the full spoilers in the community. Like, that 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 should definitely not be underestimated, because um, that means a lot to us, even though, you know, Rand abandoning his children maybe is not how I wanted the series to end. It, here's the thing. I wouldn't mind it so much if he thought about them, but he doesn't even acknowledge that Elaine is pregnant in the POV. Yeah. And that's the weirdest part of me is that like of it is that I was like, he doesn't even acknowledge that he's a dad. No. Which is weird. It's why that's wild. Yeah. Um, I am excited to play the Trolloc Wars TTRPG that we're going to do though. Mm. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? That'll be like, fun. I think that there are going to be people who are like, oh, so you're just done with the Wheel of Time. You didn't like the ending. You're never going to talk about it again. Fuck no. We're going to do full series no, recap next week. So we're going to keep talking here. about this shit. 
where I want to do, do my Colliquers game tier so list. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I love the world, and I love mm-hmm. a lot of the ideas. And it was written before Rand knew he was a dad. Yeah, but it's Robert Jordan's, res- or sorry, it's Brandon Sanderson's responsibility what the fuck does to that mean? make sure that the character knows he's a father because he knows he finds out earlier in the series. So yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I have I have like the plot mostly figured out of what I want the Trolloc Wars thing that we're going to do next year to be. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to DM that. Yeah, um, the, that's going to be fun. The, the plot I have, and I haven't told Clarice anything because it's I want her to be surprised. Yeah. Um, but uh, the um, the mechanics is what I'm trying to figure out. So that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I've got it. I, we're probably going to do that in the spring, summer next year. Um, it's probably going to be like four or six parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be. So like I'm so like I'm clearly still loving the world because I want to do a whole thing in it. But I, yeah, I didn't like the ending. I just didn't. And, and, and I've read it a couple times this week. I've thought about it a lot. Blue wants to help with that. Blue, I would love your help with that. Please come be a part of it. Um, Thank you. That'd be great. We, we love you, Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can do Wheel of Time Idol this year. I'm absolutely doing Wheel of Time Idol this year. We're, we're going to have to go back and watch your other book clubs to see all the ideas we've come up with because I can't remember a single one. I kind of want to do it separately. Oh. I want to... I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I kind of want to introduce separate Wheel of Time Idol songs mm-hmm. and compete with each other to wow. see which of us does better. I think there's only one winner, so if we don't win, we're... If you don't, if you're not first, you're last, kind of thing. I'm down with that. I kind of, I kind of want to go head to head. Uh huh. Um. I kind of want to go head to head with you, and we love Time Idol next year. Okay. All right. Make it a little bit of a a mono mono. And my my Wheel of Time Idol will be rewriting the entirety of Hamilton and performing uh-huh. it solo. The whole show with harmony. Yeah. The whole show. Okay. 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 Interesting. How to say, I think I'm better than you without saying it. I don't think I'm better than her. I do think that uh, competition is something that we both thrive on. And our relationship (laughs) is better when we're competing with each other a little bit. Really? Okay. I think so a little bit. I think think we both... When have we ever competed against one another? In conversation. I think we push each other to be better by, by trying to win a little bit. Interesting. A little bit. I don't know if I've ever tried to win. I think that might just be a you thing. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I'm so sorry. I don't... <laughs> there, were, there was one letter. It's fine. We'll ask Sanderson. Yeah, you're not competitive at all. Um. <laughs> I just want in conversation. All right, fuck off. How many letters? This got real. It always does. This is the nerdy, the wordy, the book club. Yeah. There's already been a lot of great Hamilton Wheel of Time idols. Yes, but not the entirety of Hamilton. They 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 covered a song from Hamilton. I'm going to do the three hour, the entirety oh of the Wheel God. of Time performed as Hamilton songs. Yeah, is there a time limit on, on the submissions? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Awkward moment when you realize your rival wasn't even competing. <laughs> There were actually three letters. Blue, fuck all the way Thank off. Thank you, Blue. I, I'm holding you in my hand, much in the way Rand was holding the dark one. <laughs> yeah, the dark one is actually a unicorn. I just wish that Rand had shared what he learned with anybody. Any one of them. And not like a single one of them. Yeah. Or that the dark one had been like, you didn't have a choice. It was prophecies all along. And Rand yeah. would be like, oh yeah, wait, that's true. That checks out. Yeah. What was yeah. I saying about choice five seconds ago? 
Oh man, so many feelings. I know. So many things. Uh, yeah, guys, the questions channel is open. So if you're in the Discord, full series. We're talking about it next full week. Full series questions. Uh, yeah, whatever spoilery stuff like that we don't know about, like share in the Discord, I guess, because there's stuff we gotta read and watch and whatever. So yeah, gotta get on that. Yeah, um, it's we're gonna, gonna be fun. Do, like a full list, I guess. Been with you guys since season one, episode one, but I have also loved the journey. Figured the ending would be rough for you, but I've also enjoyed your favorite moments. Here's the thing. I actually like the ending. I don't like the epilogue. Right. I'm actually, right, right. I like everything up until the epilogue. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's really the, it's really the epilogue that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Uh, the yeah. Logan moment is so good. So good. Right? Okay, Avienda yeah. losing the, like Avienda losing her feet, the thing that, the, the, like, last element of being a maiden that she's never really been able to let go of to be a wise one. Yeah. The fact that she gives that up to beat the, forsa the her forsaken enemy is, like, such a fucking, like, great moment. It really is. Mm -hmm. Like, there's great stuff in the ending. It's just that the epilogue, like, is so weird and makes Rand such a weird character right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, I, I just, I, I don't know what to do with that because, like, I like... I really do like it up until the epilogue. It's the epilogue that feels weird. Yeah. I, and I, I honestly wish, I wish it had just ended at the Dark One was not the enemy. He never was. I don't think that necessarily works here, but it would have at least just better. ended on a weird button. Yeah. And it would have cut out the loyal comedy bit of like, I'm, I don't understand emotions, even though I'm an empathetic person earlier in the series. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Mega, thank you for being on this crazy journey with us. Um, what would, oh, um, time. Philip says, what would be the minimal change you'd make for the ending that you think would make it work for you? I think the, that minimal... the minimal change that I would make is that from the moment on where Rand is telling the Dark One, or where, where Matt hears Rand in the Dark One, I would have everything else that is said that in that conversation between Rand and the Dark One happen to everybody who was there and it feels like a major change but i think it would be minimal in the sense that the conversation is already happening but everyone hears it and the book ends with tuan and matt having a conversation about what it means for choice, choice to be important and the sanchin culture with hawkwing i think like the three of them have that conversation i think that you have um elaine avienda and min have a conversation with each other about what it means that rand at uh, choice and have all of them choose to be with him despite everything i think that you have moraine cad swain and like the white tower people discuss the black tower and have some sort of conversation between Loghain and the White Tower and about what the White Tower and Black Tower are going to do together moving forward. Yeah, maybe and fixing you, the forcefully bonded people. You have all of these people come together because of what Rand says to the sky. And then at the end, you have... Mimicking the, book one, kind the, of. The epilogue ends, instead of at the funeral pyre, it ends with the girls and Tam, like, commiserating over Rand's death quietly in a private moment. Perrin and Fayul are there and Rand walks over and is Morden walks in and there's a moment where they freak out and it's Rand and he is like I I choose to be here with you. He doesn't have the one power and he just chooses to be there with them and raise his kids. Um and him the way in which he beat the dark one 
is seen by everybody, so it influences the way that they live from there on. Yeah. And yes, the end of the fourth age will come 3,000 years from now, and the Dark One will break out again, and we're going to get there. There will be another last battle. But for this moment, Rand's choices in his fight against the Dark One impact the other characters to be better people in this moment. Yeah. Because it is worthwhile, and it will fall apart. We know that it will fall apart. We know that the sequel series is coming, but Darth Vader still takes out Palpatine for 30 years, and we get 30 years of peace. Yeah. And my problem with the epilogue is that we don't get one day of peace because the Sanchen are not going to change. They don't know what happened. No one knows what happened. They just know that this fight is over, but they're still going to be bad tomorrow. Yeah, if 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 if, if what Rand had learned had been learned by all the characters, like like that would have just changed so much about about the ending here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rand just like learns this thing and keeps it to himself and fucks off. Yeah, which doesn't feel very Rand. And it doesn't feel satisfying, and it doesn't feel like the series in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I think I think that like if one one change that would truly change it for the better is if if that knowledge was somehow shared um, between people, and uh, you know, and then I would love to then see how that affects them. Yeah. If you left that open-ended because of, you know, the situation around, like, who's writing what, then that is also okay to me. But just leaving every single other person in the dark does not make sense to me. Yeah. Um, Rustling says, I feel like the rest of the world learning about the interaction Mm -hmm. with the last battle would kind of break the wheel in itself. It would for a few years, and then people would forget, and it would become myth, and people would move on. And 3,000 years from now, it would all be a story that people told that nobody believes. And so the wheel would continue to turn. And the, the, there would be this brief moment at the end of the worst age, right? You you have the, like, build-up ages to the Age of Legends, and then you get the worst age, the age after the Age of Legends, where things are the worst that they can be. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the next series of ages, because this is really the end of the wheel, and the wheel, you know, this is the worst way, this is the worst it can be, right? This is the last battle. You start the next series of ages with people believing that they're going to be different this time, and ultimately they won't because people are going to make shitty decisions, mm-hmm. and that's the choice that like this is but all they about. They have the, the information, but there's a moment to make you, the get, you get you get like you get this brief pause because the last age ended with the breaking, and this age ends with a pause on on pain for yeah. just a, for just a minute, which answers the why now. Yeah, the why now that I keep asking why this turning of the wheel. Because that would have actually made it have some kind of impact. Yeah, I agree with that. Moving forward. Uh, Felnet Gaming, thank you for that super chat. Uh, I thank never you. felt that RJ took the Sanchin to task. Apparently he was going to do in books. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Yeah. Or whether or not that those books would involve slavery, but not be about that. Like, yep. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what those books were going to be because they're, they're never going to come out. And that's unfortunate because I think that I've made a lot of claims across the book club. I've made some strong opinions known. And I've said on a couple of occasions that if the books don't do anything to address the slavery element, it will ruin the series for me Uh and I won't really come back to it. And they didn't. And it's why for me, I don't know that I'll read past book six again. Honestly, is because there's just so much past that point. There's so much like weird pain and trauma and stuff that I don't want to interact with Mm -hmm. that that I know now isn't resolved by the books that I have to headcanon over. Uh, like even I have to Rand, invent some sort of ending to that. Even if Rand just told Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, and so somebody, one person. Like, for me, like I, I don't know how much of the end of this series I'll, I'll read again. Um, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, <laughs> Blue says no one knows because there were only like two lines about those books were going to be, and neither of those said anything about slavery. Great. So for me, like, yeah. I, I think that like ultimately, like, the, my one of my greatest fears about the end of the series exists and is and came to fruition, and I'm 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 disappointed in that, and I don't know what I'm going to do with that as I move forward with the series, but I, I don't hate it. I just I really don't like the ending. Um, but I, I love the it. journey. <laughs> Oh, I, I hate the epilogue. I don't hate yeah. the series. Yeah, 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 I, I think yeah. that at some point I said that like if it doesn't resolve the series, I'll just hate the whole series. I don't. There's still too many highs. I, I, I will never forget the feeling of the Battle of Emmonsfield. I won't. It's like one of my favorite chapters in anything ever. And Ruidian. Ruidian is amazing. Yeah. And like... That's the moment that I always go back to. What's weird to me is that in a series that has elements like that, like the epilogue should have been someone going through Ruidian at the end of the next age. That's what the epilogue should have been. Is someone experiencing the next stage backwards to this moment. That would have been fucking And realizing sick. that like they are the dragon re-reborn because it's like it is the dragon of the next age. The epilogue should have been the dragon of the next age experiencing the fourth age going back in time until at the very end you realize that Rand survived because his ancestor was Rand. Yeah. And you maybe you have you maybe you watch Rand learning the dark that lesson from the Dark One, and then that person who goes through Rudy and being able to like put that message out into the world. Yeah, fuck, that would have been cool. That would have been really. There's just cool. there's so many yeah. cool like fantasy things in this, and instead of getting one of the fantasy things from it, we end with him getting a new power for that 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 like doesn't that that isn't his journey that has he just gets a new power. Yeah. And that's weird. That's weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that would have been a really cool way to tie in one of the highest highs of the series, which I think that a lot of people agree on, at least from what I have seen in conversation. Yeah. A lot of people love the Ruidian stuff. And, like, you know, that is original Robert Jordan, right? Yeah. That, like, going back and, like, seeing, how, how, like, the, the, the ages coming and going and the lessons that are learned from that, which is really kind of... It's really kind of interesting that like not everybody goes through Ruidian because you would you would think that for the people who are maybe not the most capable or not the smartest, they would have the most to gain from that. But it is only the most capable people with a certain amount of promise that are allowed the privilege to to learn from those experiences. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It is ultimately like the choice of the, the 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 last battle ultimately comes down to the son of a of a queen. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I I I do like it. I I do like the series. I just yeah. They're... This was a weird. This was a weird ending. And I I thought I I I was. I kind of bought the Kool-Aid that everyone said that like, oh, the ending is so great that the whole thing is worth it. Even the slog. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Lanfer's yeah, bow. Uh, my son pleaded with me not to read the epilogue. He said he was afraid that I would burn the book. <laughs> uh, I think we would get along with your son. I would never burn a book. No, no. Unless I was reading. Well, no, I would act. Uh, that's <laughs> a lie. Was cold. Yeah, 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 I mostly yeah. read on my Kindle anyway, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know how to end the book club. It's weird. This one was weird. We knew it would be weird. I know. There's, Do you there's... feel like we did a good job? 
Uh, yeah, we fucking crushed it. You know what? Mm. We 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 crushed it. Guys, if Clarice is happy, I'm happy because this is that's all. You're all that matters to me. I'm never gonna walk away from you. Ah, uh, thank you. Even I if I get pregnant with quadruplets, because I give we, you permission. I would, I would have some questions. I give, yeah, you know what? I'd have to be like, how? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, fair. Uh, Although I have, I have brothers who are twins, so. Or siblings were twins. Yeah. Um, Isn't that genetic on the women's side, though? I have no idea. I thought it doesn't. You know what? I don't fucking know. I. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. This has been crazy, y'all. Thank you for this incredible journey. Um, we're gonna celebrate next week because we're gonna we're gonna answer your questions. We're gonna talk yeah. about like the things that we love, like the moments of drunk. the series. Oh, okay. Are we drinking next week? Should we just get absolutely hammered? Should we get shit faced? What do we have to do next Friday? Nothing. We 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 don't have anything. Uh, just like get or should absolutely... we get so high? Ooh, <laughs> no, no, because then, then I'll just be like, oh, I can't. I... No, and I can't drink girls. I I, I like I would have to oh, do it at the end because I would you have can to get, get high sick. and I'll get drunk. That'd be fun. Clar- Clarice gets drunk and I get high and we really let you know how we feel about the wheel of time. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can be the father side. I'm a fraternal twin and my dad's bio mom is also a fraternal twin. Interesting. Okay. 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 I'm here for shit face nerdy. I can't get shit face anymore, guys. I'm sorry. He gets he gets sick. Alcohol I, it doesn't. It makes me sick, and then I would just end up not here. Cooperate. I don't know if you guys look. Discord is open. If you guys are like, do this for book club next week. We're kind of we're kind of open to it. You know, next I want I want next week to be a hell of a time. It's uh, gonna be a crazy celebration because we yeah. have finished a billion fucking words. I don't know how many and four million fif- fifteen books of the wheel of time and like that. That is an accomplishment, and y'all, y'all have been here for that, and it's been an incredible journey, and we appreciate you for being here for it. Um, and so with that being said, I think it's time for high-low. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is how my family uh, figured out how to be a blended family when I was growing up, after my parents got married. Uh, we sat around the dinner table, we celebrated each other's highs, and we commiserated over each other's lows, Mm -hmm. which we do here now, to try and bring us closer together as a family. Uh, And there have been some bumps in the road, just like there were for my family, Uh, like Mm -hmm. the time that my parents thought that I stole my sister's laptop. Um, And I adamantly denied it. And so when I was at the movie theater working later that night, they showed up with a box of chocolates uh, because it had turned up and it wasn't me. Uh, and they felt really bad because Mm -hmm. they like spent all day blaming me. And I was like, I I don't know what to tell you. I didn't steal the laptop. and so the, I, I got makes chocolate. mistakes. Yeah. Never quite forgave my parents for that one. Uh, the way we do this is Clara starts with her high. I do my low. She does her low. And I do my high so that we can compliment sandwich this beach. We will do our highs and lows. We'll do multiple highs and lows next week. Um, but uh, yeah. we'll do high and low just for this reading. Clarice, I already know what your high is, but say it. Everybody knows what my high is. Yeah. And I think that Loghain actually has a full and complete arc here. A journey yeah. that is interesting and bumpy, like, it, like, it's so good. I wept. Yeah. I wept for Loghain, and I wept for what that meant for him as a character, but I also wept because of what I, what that meant for the world. Yeah. Right? You know, like, Matt and Perrin and Rand leave the two rivers 14 books ago thinking that the worst thing you can possibly be is a male who can channel. Mm-hmm. And that is no longer true. Um, and it's beautiful, and I fucking love it, and it is, fuck, it's peak. It's peak of this series, yeah, and peak of this book, and that is my high. 
I am so excited to watch that actor play that scene. Because yes. the actor they cast as Logan on the show is so fucking good. Yes. He's so... T- I, I just... I adore him. And uh-huh. I think he's going to nail this part all the way through. I agree. Um, I honestly wonder if they'll add him in more in the middle so that he doesn't disappear as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because he's he's so solid. Well, we asked for more stuff at the Black Tower, and I think that the show could really fix that. Yeah. yeah. Um, You wept for his salvation, yeah. I did. It, it's my favorite... Uh, it's, it, you know, I, I'll have a different high because you took that one. But it is, the, I think, the best moment at the end of these books. Mm-hmm. Um... Because it is the most complete and natural, like, character arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Perrin's close, but Perrin doesn't really... Perrin's arc doesn't end coming to terms with his, like, place in the world. Mm-hmm. And I find that... Yeah, like, he's a king now, uh, and he's that's a king. never he's addressed. Like, he, like, I just... I wish that, like, we... I just... We got something about where he fits into everything now. Yeah. Um, I will say... I will say my low is the epilogue. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else is. It. It's the epilogue. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mega K Wags. Thank you so much. For that super Have loved watching gem. you guys do this. Excited to read Aragon with you. First time reader. Yay! Let's go. First time reader. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so hard for me to not spoil people when we go through book clubs. Oh, because you're gonna want to talk about where things go. Because I, I have read the whole thing. You read the whole thing. It's gonna be like, hard to talk about a book where we can't. Pro- like the, it'll be the only time we probably do this where we can't like. Um, Yes, your eyes, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like a different book club, but it's honestly, guys, I am so excited. You love those books. I love, 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 love. And those I books remember so much. liking them, but I haven't read them since so high school. Much. And so. and and not because I think that those books are perfect. I'm really excited to go back and experience that journey again as an adult because I read them as Paolini was growing up, and he like his writing grows with the story and with him, and it's it's yeah. it's really really special experience that I cannot wait to share with you guys. Um, what was we're at three and a half hours? Yeah, so what was your low for low. this book uh, <laughs> for this section? Yeah, yeah. My low. I'm gonna try and pick something that is not open to interpretation. Like some people are like, "Oh yeah, Rand comes back totally," and if you believe that, like I'm. Happy oh, I didn't you. say my what? my theory. Well, oh, your theory. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why Rand is so weird in the epilogue is because it's Moradin. And he's just so fucking crazy because of the true power. He's so... And that's why he has the saw in the eye, is that it actually is Morden. He's just crazy and thinks that he is Rand now. That would be wild. Yeah, and it's like a mixture of the two of them, but it's not really either. And it's, that's why he doesn't know about his kids. It's why the bond is, like, there. Like, they but can it's still wrong. feel it. But yeah. he's, like, become one person. Yeah, it's actually, like, that Morden, he is Morden. Rand was the creator, and Morden was the dark one, and they have now merged into a omnipresent It's being. like when Goku and Vegeta merge. Vegeta? Okay. Yeah, into Gogeta. Okay. Or when Gohan and Trunks Gogeta sounds like a cheese. Merge. They like, boop, and then they become one person. It's like that, but it's Morandin. Morandin. Yes. Morandin. In the end, it's really Morandin. It's Morandin. It was Morandin all along, guys. It's open to interpretation because nothing's really there. So um, yeah. you can. I, I, it's as true as any other theory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I the, think... The Wheel of Time is the ultimate headcanon series. Because uh-huh. it, it does have an ending, but there's ultimately, like, no real ending. So you can kind of just make up whatever you want. Yeah, that's why, like, I'm going to try and pick a low that is not open to interpretation. That is, like, yeah. literally black and white. And it is that uh, Cat Swain becomes the Amaralyn. Isn't Mirandin Mirandian? That is so funny. Mirandin Mirandian. His name, his, his full legal name is Mirandin Mirandian, guys. Oh, man, I hate that. 
yeah, yeah. So uh, Catswain, I think becoming the Amberlin is going to be my low because it's like indisputable. It is something that actually happens. There's no like. Wait, what were you saying? Sorry. My my low is just that Catswain becomes the Amberlin because it's not oh, okay. open to interpretation. It is kind of it it, it, it happens. <sighs> yeah, she's gonna do fucking. She's gonna do everything wrong that that Egwene built and Egwene did so much for the White Tower and like Egwene's arc is so good and to have it just like be like fucking unraveled by Catswain and the epilogue sucks um yeah what's your high my high mm-hmm. I mean Loghain is the high I think it's the high of the book right I think it's the best moment in the whole book um I think that my high oh I I really love the um it's tough. It's between... Oh, yeah, Padden a low. Okay, True. but here's the thing. Padden is definitely a low, but the moment with Matt kind of redeems it as not being the lowest of the low. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's tough for me between Avienda losing her feet to take out Grandal, which I think is a really wonderful thematic. Like, she actually sacrifices something in this fight, which so few of our main characters really do. Yeah. Um, People come close to sacrificing or at the risk of sacrificing, but they don't actually sacrifice anything I mean, even Rand gets his other hand back. Like, Rand True. comes back more full. Like, he has no side. Rand is He's fixed. healed. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's totally So, I, I don't know. I think, um, I think like, either, like, I, I love Avienda losing her feet to take out Grendel. I think that there's something so thematically interesting about her finally giving up being a maiden in that. Yeah. Because she literally can't anymore, and there's just something there. Um, oh, Hinderstep. Oh, the fucking use of Hinderstep. That's so good. Uh, the going to the steading. So good. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, um, Andrel and Pavara using the steading as a weapon. That mo- Like, those three moments are all so fucking good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, but Loghain is. There's right. a lot of incredible moments. And yeah. uh, thank you for sharing this incredible journey with us, y'all. Um, Philip says, I can't really say Fane is a low since I didn't really expect him to have a satisfying ending at this point anyway. I wanted him. I wanted him to so bad. Yep. I just, because I, there there was a point where I was like, I want more Fane because he's the best villain. Yeah. And like, he just kind of became insane. Yep. Portal cannons were dope. They they, they definitely were dope. Mm-hmm. They they didn't get me as good as Hinderstap did though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reveal of Hinderstap, I, when I realized it for myself. Yeah. I was like, fuck, this is cool. Yeah. If you like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you don't, hit the dislike button. Leave me in comments down below because the algorithm got us hungry and we must feed her. This episode, the algorithm goddess is... Fucking, uh, Moraine, we don't get to see her. She's hungry for some resolution. You know that's not happening in the show. Rosamund Pike is going to be all over that finale. Oh, no. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to follow us around the internet, you can. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Claris Polaris. Do something smutty right now. Smut right now. corner. Smut corner, What? Guys. What is the sex scene at the end okay. of the book that's missing? Pavara becomes the Amarillin seat. Okay. And it's just a white tower, black tower orgy. I love it. They all get to know one another. They figure out who they want to bond because they know that sexually they're compatible. Oh my God. That's how they choose how to bond people. What are your kinks? It's based on like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What what do you like? Like, can we make this work? Do we have the same like worldviews? Do we want the same things from our lives? I love the- Do we like to take it in the ass? That is like very, very important questions for a relationship. You know, all the reds end up with boys who like to get pegged. Oh, a thousand percent. That's why. That's why they're there. You know what I mean. All the all the 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 Browns are actually the kinkiest because they've done all the research on all the kinks. I think that here's the here's the actual truth about society. This war would result in the greatest baby boom in the history of mankind. Babies the everywhere. Amount of boning that is about to go down. And magic in babies. Hi, too. Dusty Wheel. Welcome Dusty, in. Hi, you made a 
right, just in time for Smut Corner. We're talking about who fucks after the end of this book. Uh, it's our final segment. This is literally, this is our, this it's is everybody. the finale. Everyone, because because the population yes. will be so de de depleted, everybody's fucking they after this. They need some babies. Oh my God. It, like within, because it's going to be like the end of World War II. It, like there's, there's going to be a whole generation that are the post last battle kids. Yeah. And it's gonna be wild. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, channeling ain't such a bad thing. I wanna make some babies to see if they're magic. Yeah. That's the way we did finish it. We've read all the books. <laughs> we did it. We we made it. We've survived. And we have a stream of yours that we need to watch. Oh yes. Um, yes. We to do find need out to watch. the land fear reveal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what this is. Smut Corner, we save it for the very, very, very Dusty end. Wheel, so Dusty Wheel coming in saying he never watches to the end. Wow. <laughs> Wow, innkeeper. It's fine. A lot of people don't. A lot of people leave before Smut Corner, and it's fine. I understand. Uh, but we are perverted. So, um... Professionally. Professionally perverted. Yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know if I like that. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Innkeeper, there's so many things I want to talk about. You Everyone's... Have, about with you. Having baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some conversations. Yeah. I've, I've got I gotta watch your stream I need to know what what um Wheel of Time Brandon Sanderson um yeah Clarus Clarus is now depressed um yeah I'm okay because it's football season so I have things to do on Thursday Sundays and Mondays fair uh but Clarus has depression now yeah uh <laughs> yeah who's having the best sex after the last battle I think that's what we should end on which who is having the best sex? which couple He's having the best sex after the last battle. Well, I think, like, Perrin lose, thinking he's lost Fahil and then not having lost her, that definitely, mm. like, brings up some emotions, you know? Like, they're, they're fucking hard. I don't know if it's the best sex. The, you know, well, actually, no, Fahil, Fahil will tell him what, he, what she Galad wants. Berlain. So. Galad Berlain. Galad good one. I they think they're fucked fucking... Yet, right? Yeah, and Berlain yeah. is a pro. Yeah, she's a pro. She knows exactly what she's doing. Um, yeah. Leanne and whoever Leanne fucks. Oh, no, it's obviously Pavar and Andral because they have the bonds to one another. So they are literally having oh, the best sex, hands down. Like, yeah. you, like they're bonded to one another. They There's nothing... They're, they're, you can't compete with that. Felnight Gaming, thank you for that super chat. I don't know if Atlanta and Nynaeve are having the best sex, but Nynaeve is going to be pregnant so fast. A hundred percent. You know if RJ wrote it, Rand would never would have never ending orgies with his harem. In an igloo, of course. Yes. I think that's where we're going to end it. Rand should be having never ending orgies with his harem, and maybe he should be a better dad and show up for his kids. That's the Nerdy Wordy Book Club the penultimate episode of our coverage of The Wheel of Time. We'll be back next week with the full series recap. Full recap. The full series recap of The Wheel of Time uh, before we take a couple of weeks off and start Aragon. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for the last year, uh, for the last 21 weeks of The Wheel of Time with it's us. Been, uh, it's been a wild one. The strike is going to come to an end soon uh, and we will start covering the show. Get ready. Uh, we're going to do reactions. I also want to um, do some live streams about it. So yes. when the strike ends... Get ready for that. If you think we're done talking about the Wheel of Time on the channel, we wrong. are not. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Secrets of the Trolloc Wars coming next year on this channel. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very excited for it. That's going to be the title. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I hope that you are all ready to come back in a few months time for the Secrets of the Trolloc Wars, our TTRPG game uh, that will start Clarus Polaris and some other people. Um, <laughs> That's going to be fun. Officially, see and welcome back to the Nerd Table, and please smash that like button. All right, rock, paper, scissors to see what the next series is after Inheritance. What are the choices? Cosmere. And? Expanse. Okay, is Should it best out of three? Okay, wait, 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 wait
Dusty Wheel, thank you for that super Dusty, chat. Dusty no, thank you so much. Um, congrats. Don't thank rush you. in without me. Let's make a schedule or something. Yeah, let's talk. Let's Absolutely. talk. Absolutely. We'll wait for this very moment. Dude, I want to talk to you. We'll, we'll, we'll do some content. We'll do some content. Yeah, we, yeah. There are, like, thoughts. We're, we're going to have some very cool conversations, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. What should we make the other, what should we make the other series we're rock, paper, scissoring I for? I thought it was Expanse and Cosmere. Like the I two. don't know how we would do Expanse, though. It's nine books, but like we're we're okay. So then, is it Cosmere or Mistborn? Is that what we're? Just... Aren't those the same thing? I don't. I thought Mistborn know. was the start of Cosmere. Way of Kings. Malazan. I don't. I guys. I don't. I Way of Kings isn't don't done, right? I haven't looked into any of these things. Mistborn is Cosmere. All right, rock paper scissors. Dresden Files. How many books is Dresden Files? I have no idea. We're signing up for something. Okay, I, okay, okay. Wait, who's who, though? We have to decide who's matter. who. Doesn't matter. Just do it. Just do it. Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. What are you what is doing? What's wrong with you? It's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Where does the shoot come from? Because you don't do it on scissors. Who is, who is scissors shooting? Is, scissors is two syllables. So? Which syllable do you go? It's rock, the paper, scissors, one, shoot. obviously. How do you not know how to play rock, paper, scissors? I know exactly how to play rock, You, you say the wrong. three options, and then you do the thing. Why? Why would you do the thing on the you, third option? Because you go on three. One, two, three. No, it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What are you shooting? The, the, the thing Is you're choosing. Is gun an option? No. Okay, I choose no. gun, then. Absolutely not. Shoot. Absolutely I fucking shoot. not. I no, no, shoot. it is rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Unless you're playing rock, paper, scissors, Who are lizard, spock. Well, we're not. I didn't do Spock. We oh did my scissors. God. It's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, let's do this again. Uh, before we do this no, one more time. You're wrong. Wrong. Uh, Glenn Peterson, thank you. Uh, my three favorite things about Wheel <laughs> of Time. Thank you. One, Perrin's letter to Fael in The Shadow Rising 2. Great. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, Egwene's final message to Rand in A Memory of Light. Great choice. Three, the community you guys have helped build with the fandom. Let's fucking go, community. Thank let's you. Let's fucking go. Okay. Yeah. No one has ever heard shoot. Uh, Felt like Amy says in this moment, nerdy proves his competitiveness, but she's also having fun. This is why it's good for our relationship. <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot. Let's go. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. What is that? Spock. This is Spock. No, it's this. <laughs> why would Spock be a wolf? Because you you throw your opponent off guard with new rules, and so they can't dispute them because you just you take the chessboard and you flip it over. <laughs> no one has ever heard of shoot. What is wrong with you? It's Wolf Brother. What is happening? <laughs> Should we just say it? Should we just say what the next series is on three? Together? I don't know what it Together is. Together at the same time. Coming this December to the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, we will be covering three, two, one. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a million fucking years. Absolutely never. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Get fucked. Oh my god. Blue, you. That super chat. Blue says uh, we can do expanse uh, the same way you're doing Aragon. One week or so for the first six books, and then transfer to multiple weeks for book seven and nine. That would be a little bit. We, we would get it done a little bit faster because that would take us True. six weeks plus. <laughs> so we get that done in like. Probably like four months, and then we could start Cosmere. Or we can do Cosmere first. I'm Cosmere, your Expanse, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Let's go. Okay. Best out of three? Or All right. One, one and done. One, one and, and done. done. Yeah. Okay, so if I win, we're doing Cosmere, and if you win, we're doing the Expanse. Sure. But we're covering the first six books quicker. Okay. All like right. Aragon. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. 
We're doing Cosmere because of a rock, paper, scissors. Starting in, um, starting the, probably the first week of December-ish, we'll be covering the Cosmere as our next series. Great. Uh, because of rock, love, paper, scissors. Love that for us. So we'll be starting with the Mistborn trilogy uh, starting in December. God damn it. Get ready, kids. It's coming. Uh, sorry, Blue, I tried. Uh, so, Car, thank you for that super chat. Should we'll cover expanses some point, Should though. exist. No, you're wrong. No, get out of here. I can't believe that we did that on a fucking rock, paper, scissors. I'm sorry, Sean. Birthday book. Whose birthday is it? Is, is it, it yours, James Ross? Whoever's birthday it is, happy fucking birthday. Happy birthday to ya. It's the end of the podcast right now. Cosmere in December, December. Cosmere starts in December.